1: Of common sense and comedy.
2: This is the morning blaze with Doc Thompson. Uh, Proper hygiene, Uh, tell the truth, Uh, sandwich making, Uh, trigger a feminist. Hashtag trigger a feminist. (laughs) There's a couple right off the top of my head this morning. Uh, Believe that a person is innocent until proven guilty.
3: Oh, yeah, that's a big one.
2: Uh, Believe in equality hashtag trigger a feminist yes uh actually support personal freedoms uh believe that it's okay if a woman looks attractive it's up to them hashtag trigger a feminist just some of the ways and if you've got them please share them with hashtag trigger a feminist we'll we'll get some today we'll get (laughs) some today now here's how this will play out if we do this right today and what's that hashtag Trigger 8 Feminist. I'm sorry? Trigger 8 Feminist. All right, very good. Even though you misspelled it on your tweet. Did I just now? Yeah. Did I know? You missed the at T at the end. Damn it. I copied and pasted that one. <laughs> I got one earlier that was right though, right? <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. When you started this whole thing a couple hours ago, yes, you yeah. got it correct, yes.
2: Okay, very good. I think I cut and pasted and then backtracked <laughs> and got the T. Anyways, hashtag Trigger a Feminist with a T. <laughs> actually with two t's but not in a row that's what i, I meant two uh, now I just t's got confusing hashtag trigger a feminist there you go now if we do this thing right today okay and you share those tweets and each and every person out there tweets with a, a pretty solid hashtag trigger a feminist once maybe two two times this thing's gonna trend nationwide and we get a couple of more of those in there and this thing will trend worldwide yes and about that time When all of the little feminists wake up this morning at about 5 p.m.
3: I was going to say, yeah, you have to give them plenty of time.
2: 4 or 5 Eastern time. Eastern time, yes.
3: Yes. Yes.
2: When they wake up um, this afternoon sometime. Get out of the basement. Right, when they get out of their mom's basement. uh, I mean, you're going to sleep late, by the way.
3: Oh, yeah, you were all night triggering. All
2: night out there triggering, drinking, and sobbing in your pillow. Are you drinking? I
3: don't think you're drinking.
2: There's a lot, alone. Alone, yes. Yeah, you're not with real people if okay. you're a feminist. Making sure. i no, was just sure. No, you're connecting online while drinking alone. Okay. And okay. that's one of the sad things of social media. It's giving feminists <laughs> a place to go. No, because here's what used to happen in society. Okay. Feminists would be like, <laughs> just emotional basket cases. Yes. And then people that cared about them would be like, listen, Barb. What do you, what is good? (laughs) Barb, you've got emotional problems, Barb. Here's what you do you go talk to a therapist, you get on some antidepressants, something like this, maybe an intervention. And sometimes that would work. Then they can be cured. Yes. At least they can, even if not cured, they can treat it with regular therapy and medication, lots of sandwich making and a makeover. They can. Live a somewhat normal life.
3: See, you just trigger them.
2: What are you talking about? You just triggered them. What are you it talking about? You were so they close <laughs> to actually putting the what? help on there. I can But here's what happened with social media. They believe that they are normal. Yes. They believe this. They see other people online also. <laughs> Drum! They see Trigglypuff out there. They that think is this is the picture of femininity. And it it's not. A screaming blob of a person that is hysterical, believing, <laughs> believing, Pop, that people are targeting her. <laughs> Ain't nobody targeting her. No humans anyways. No. Anyways. So the, the social media has done this. They've given up little clubs and things to go to. See, we're normal. No, you're not. No, you're not. See, if a hundred crazy people get together and they're like, hey, I'm crazy. You're crazy. Maybe we're the normal ones. No, it doesn't mean they're normal. It does not. It's like the, I'm sure, I don't know, 40 people in America that actually like Hot and Ready. Okay. The 40 people out there. You're not normal just because you found other people without proper taste buds. Taste buds, yes. Right, that doesn't mean you have normal. T- you don't. You don't have them. It's okay, though. You see what I'm saying? But it emboldened them. Yes. And they pop up their chest. Sorry. Sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Hashtag trigger a feminist. <laughs> they get emboldened. And they they're do. out there thinking they they're do. normal. They're not. You're not normal. And so, it's okay. Right. Exact. And it's okay. Thank and you. it's okay. We to- all have things. There's things yes. I'm not normal about. My abnormally good looks. My abnormally you know, large IQ. I mean, these things... It's not normal, but they're all burdens we have, right? Your abnormal love of bananas and plantains, even within the Puerto Rican community? Yes, yes. Yes, these things are not normal, but we all have our crosses to bear. Yes. But what we shouldn't do is normalize those things. It's like people out there who say, you know what? I am gender number 135. No, no, stop it. You're not normal. That's okay. We love you. You're a human being. But what we're not going to do is tell you you're normal. <laughs> you're not. And that's okay. You're, I'm not, freak. I'm not saying that. I'm no. saying you have some issues. Yes. Let's talk about them, but try to work yourself back into this, uh, this tent, the big tent of normalcy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is, that's all it is. Now you can go and live your gender number one twenty one. That's fine. That's your freedom. I support that. But no. no stop pretending it's normal simply accept your little bizarre life but stop telling people it's normal and that's (laughs) what we need to do for feminists because one of the things i've realized the only way out of this stuff folks we can't go back you're not going back and convincing people no the genie is out of the bottle the toothpaste is out of the tube you're not putting it back in the way is forward and through this stuff we're marching through the valley of death Forward on, let's get through it and go up the other side. And we do this by hashtag trigger a feminist. Mm-hmm. Point out their absurdity, the nonsense of all that. No, you're not normal. Just because you found other sobbing, critical sandal uh, sandal wearing chicks online does not mean you're normal. Yes, there's publications and books that look official and formal. Like this is the right way. No. <laughs> Make a sandwich, get a makeover, stop crying. Oh, yeah, and shave your pits. Do that, too. The legs, take care of those, too. Stop. Coloring. Not for me. No,
3: For you. Stop coloring your hair as well. Pink hair and purple hair does not stop work. Stop that. That's and, not normal. And if you're a girl, please do not shave your head. On no. the side, you don't get a hind tight. Those, those are for guys.
2: Yes, if you go in and say, give me the Sinead, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> so this is hashtag trigger effeminate. I don't FM. want to look at G.I. Jane. No no, no, no. That's fine. Your little Hollywood movie. Yeah, that's look fine. How yes. that's, fine. Yes. that's not normal. Yeah, no, no. You know what? I'd like a big uh, stone hammer that I could fly around Thank the world you. with and call Thank down thunder. That would, it's not going to happen. I'm not walking around dressed as Thor. I'm not Thor. I know it's confusing because I am (laughs) God-like. You know, is this for us?
3: Uh, It was for, but for later. Okay,
2: Okay, good. But you know what? It's not normal. So hashtag trigger a feminist (laughs) if you get those. So before I was so rudely distracted, if we do this and you send out a couple of tweets today with the hashtag trigger a feminist, some good ones, and this thing goes national. We got
3: some good
2: ones. Hashtag trigger a feminist. And then... Maybe a couple more, and this thing goes from national to goes to international. And they Ooh. wake up this afternoon, a ton their of feet difference. at the ground. Mm-hmm. They pull up their little little phone. They yep. look at it and say, "Trigger a feminist." It's going to trigger them, but it's also going to empower them yes not the way we said it at first they're gonna feel impact because I'm gonna take this thing back
3: I wonder
2: the trigger of you know how you trigger a feminist by appointing a lying serial <laughs> gang rapist to the Supreme Court that's how Ooh, you do it that's the newest one right that's the newest one that's what they'll do yes you know yes. how you do it is get elected president after you said grab a woman by the ha hashtag trigger a feminist mm-hmm. see they'll try to take it back they'll say you trigger us by doing all this other right And they'll take it back. They'll start tweeting. And all that will do is feed them. Is make this thing go even bigger. But we're going to own it up front. And we will smash it back down. (laughs) Dashing their hopes about taking this little hashtag trigger a feminist back. Mm. And we will once again point out that y'all be crazy. Yeah. And that's what we're looking here for today. Yeah. A lot of good can be done. But I'm only one man. I mean a... Powerful, handsome, and intelligent man, albeit, Mm
3: -hmm, mm -hmm.
2: but I'm only one man. (laughs) (laughs) My cuppa runneth over, and you're thinking I'm a man plus a little extra, but still just one man. Chris, Mm -hmm. hashtag trigger a feminist. We can get this thing done now. Donald Trump, that uh, president of ours, is world class (laughs) at triggering people and feminists. Another level. He has taken it, folks. It. As a spectacle, as a political exercise, for a moment, throw out all that you know or think about Donald Trump, like or dislike, as maybe a student of history, and step back and marvel at what he is doing. Even Mm -hmm. if you think it's wrong for America and wrong for the presidency, and you think he's douchey. Guess what? I think he's douchey, too. I think it's kind of funny at times, but douchey. But he took this entire thing to a whole new level. Hashtag trigger a feminist. Boom. Owns it. Hashtag trigger all the progressives and Democrats, done. And he is campaigning for the midterms now for Republicans all over the country in general. Like uh, like never before. Mm-hmm. He is. I, I said yesterday, you could see this new level of confidence he has where he just owns oh, this yeah. stuff. He is making no apologies and his campaigning just yesterday just took three huge steps forward. Good. Did, did you see? No, I didn't oh, see Oh my it. gosh. Most of the time... Presidents, whoever they are, I'm not following all their speeches. No. It's just, you know, it's all propaganda. It doesn't matter who it is. But, again, as a student of this stuff in history, you pay attention to pieces of it. If there's anything significant said, I'll find the clips. But, man, yesterday, I think this was in Mississippi, he took this thing to an entire new level. He, uh, he went after the, um, Dr. Ford and, yeah. and the other accusers against Kavanaugh, specifically and calling it out finally this is what i've been looking for him or somebody else to do is to say what we've all been saying that this is insane that you should not be able to just accuse somebody and have everybody not only believe it (laughs) but revel in it and defend that your accusations should go unproven and the other person is guilty trying to rewrite society is, is a norm that you are guilty until proven innocent and he just called them all out good he also called out what the democrat party has become <laughs> and said vote republican good
3: absolutely
2: good so keeping with our hashtag trigger a feminist theme let's go to president trump now talking about brett kavanaugh's nomination and specifically the allegations from dr christine Blasey ford Beer.
4: Right? I had one beer. Well, do you think it was... Nope, it was one beer. Oh, good. How did you get home? I don't remember. How'd you get there? I don't remember. Where is the place? I don't remember. How many years ago was it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What neighborhood was it in? I don't know. Where's the house? I don't know. Upstairs, downstairs, where was it? I don't know. But I had one beer. That's the only thing I remember. And a man's life is in tatters. A man's life is shattered. Okay,
2: pause it right there a minute. Uh, World class. That's what we've all been saying, and we needed him to say it. He's your nominee. Nothing wrong with saying, listen, I felt bad for her when she was testifying because she is emotional, a little unstable about the stuff, but she still feels that I can still feel empathy for that. But that doesn't mean you just ruin somebody else's life, and we change the societal norm and also rule of law that says you are innocent until proven guilty. You know, Change that just because you've got one hysterical woman. Woman who is over the top, who is, at best, emotionally unstable. At worst, lying for political purposes.
3: I'll give you that. Yes, I absolutely
2: give you that. I think those are the those are the ends of the spectrum for Doctor Ford. For Doctor Ford, yes, yes. I have been willing to give her the benefit of the doubt and say I believe she believes it happened, and personally, I believe that some of it did happen. Listen, Brett Kavanaugh was a party boy. He's lying about that stuff. I mean, uh, a party boy to the level they're making him, maybe not. But Brett Kavanaugh, he he drank to excess. There's no question. And you may even argue that should um, exclude him from serving on the Supreme Court having lied during these hearings. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, we could debate on that. Um, I would tend to side with you about lying about something like that. I have to, though, factor in that they have painted that party boy lifestyle in such a way that he knew he would be excluded. That they would say we can't vote for you oh, okay. and the court and the court of public opinion we live on. Two wrongs don't make a right, but I understand why he downplayed the party boy nature. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not right. He should be upstanding enough to say it, but he will not be seated on the Supreme Court if he tells the truth about something like that in spite of the fact... That Barack Obama admitted in his books that he snorted cocaine yes. and smoked pot in high school, both far more illegal than Party Boy Brett lying about it. I
3: was going to say if you put those on a balance, uh, Obama did worse. Right. If, if want to compare them both
2: again, two wrongs don't make a no, right. But no. Brett Kavanaugh lying about this, I think, and maybe not to the point that they. You know, have painted him, you know, blackout, drunk and rapist and all of this. But I think he's lying about how much he drank. Mm-hmm. I've given Dr. Ford her due and said, I believe she believes uh, it happened. I believe yes. some of it did. Yes. I believe Party Boy, Brett, with uh, Mark Judge and whatever, they're all screwing around. It's horseplay in the mm-hmm. in the uh, hotel, house that they were in, mm-hmm. rather. And I don't think he, I'm going to rape her now. No. No. He was either horseplay, just horsing around with, with all of them, thinking she's just one of the crew there, one of the guys hanging out, and maybe thought, eh, she's kind of cute. I'll, yeah, I'll make a little passage. The art it or of two. seduction. The timeless art of seduction, right? Somewhere in there. But she, being very innocent and emotionally unstable and very sensitive, took it as in rape. And what happens? Her whole life she carries around. I was almost raped. And Brett Kavanaugh was like, I went to a cool party once. Or Mm -hmm. many times. That's what it is. Number two, Ramirez. She's all liquored up. (laughs) Something happened, whether it was an actual phallus or a fake phallus. And probably not even Brett Kavanaugh's. I think he was probably buttered up at the party. And so, Brett Kavanaugh. And that was it. She remembers it. The third one, Swetnick is lying. There's the whole thing. But finally, Trump calls him out for what it is. Dr. Ford, even if I give you the benefit of the doubt, even if I lay it out as I just did, your testimony is still wrought with inaccuracies, contradictions, and questionable testimony. Am I right? Yep. And now last night, we've got new information from an ex of hers. The guy, the way I understand it, he's, he dated her six years and he's remaining anonymous. So, let I me just this. say Ugh, give me a name i 'm tired of the anonymous uh, on both sides, yes, now what 's good for the goose is good for the gander here, so okay. if you 're saying hey we 've got all these anonymous women, and then their stories are backed up by other anonymous women, and even Sweetnik was like, "Well, I saw the solo cup, and then her attorney <laughs> Avenati says, "Well, we heard from a woman who who's you know backing up Sweetnik's story, but she 's going to remain anonymous. Stop it, but if that 's your standard." Now they're going to hoist you by your own petard here and say, we've got anonymous people, too, all all over the place. Of course. We've got binders filled with anonymous women who (laughs) back up his claim, right? Yes. So now Dr. Ford's uh, ex, or supposedly an ex, comes forward. I don't like this. I'm going to call him out and say this is crap until we know who it is but also Dr. Ford's claims and everybody else's that are backed up by anonymous women and in inaccuracies and contradiction is also crap as well. Cause that's what we're about. The same standard consistency with this stuff. So I got another visa clip, more of Trump world-class campaigning now and the letter from Dr. Ford's ex. coming up next on this, the morning
0: blaze. It's not sugar coated. It's not fluff. It's just the truth. The morning blaze with doc Thompson only on the blaze radio network. Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. 888-900-3393.
2: Hit on their hot, hotter sister. What? Trigger a feminist. <laughs> Hit on their hotter sister.
3: <laughs> Remind like that. them that their I sister like that. is hotter, even if yes. she isn't. Yes.
2: Just tell like them
3: that. that. I like
2: that. Hashtag trigger a feminist. Get them into you. All right. I have a little bit more of Trump. Uh, oh, uh, last night, it was Anderson Cooper who shared a little piece of that Trump clip mm-hmm. and what He said, with Senator Hirano mm. from Hawaii. Oh, again? The, the woman who, Dude. all of a sudden, this woman has thrust herself onto the, the national yes. platform. from she, Hawaii, stay from in your ha- island. She was, she, right. I mean, she's been a senator for a few years now, whatever, but never what? had this type of coverage no. because she went all, uh, men shut up and all yes. of this nonsense. yes. If you're telling men to shut up, you're not looking for equality. You're looking for no. superiority. And the yeah. only reason you come up with that, and this is part of the feminist mantra, even if they don't know this, what makes them up at the core of it is they are insecure. 100%. They carry around an insecurity about whatever, their looks, um, their intelligence that they have built up this patriarchal society myth in 2018 the page the myth of a patriarchal society that men run everything to excuse away why they do not have why they have a not uh, have not accomplished why men are not as interested in them all of the insecurities that they carry around they need a scapegoat this is This is brainwashing 101. This is what Hitler did to get people to following him. You're wonderful. The reason the economy sucks and Germany is not doing well, it's not your fault. You're all wonderful. It's the Jews. You've got to find somebody to blame. And who do they blame? Because they weren't hit on as much as the other girl? Mm -hmm. Men. Well... Why is it a man's fault? They're just finding what, you know, they find attractive. No, no, it's our patriarchal society. Look at the women they put on magazines where they're objectifying women. No, no, you're upset because you were not objectified the same way as other women. Yes, that's because we have objectified women and we've decided what's attractive and what's not as a society. Society has not decided what's attractive. You know who's decided? You are. When you purchase certain magazines or watch certain videos or put up certain calendars or date certain women, and the same thing for women, society's not telling you what men are attractive. Really, you automatically look at the celebrity out there, the magazine, and everyone that gets published, you go, oh, you're right, that that is attractive to me. No. Somewhere in there, you're making some of your own choices. But this is how they deal with their own little insecurities. That's the whole basis for feminism. Not being feminine, yeah. but this feminist movement. All right, so Anderson Cooper plays that clip for Chris for um, uh, Senator Hirono, and here's what she has to say. A man's life. With me now is Hawaii Senator uh, Mazie Hirono. Verona- Trump ended up by saying, and a man's life is being ruined, yes. and Anderson Cooper says, a man's life. Back that up just a touch. A man's life. Like, what about the women? What about the man's life? He's pointing that out because you have never mentioned the man's life being ruined. It's fine if you ruin men's lives. Listen. A man's life. With me now is Hawaii Senator Mazie
1: Hirono, a member of the Judiciary uh, Committee and a Democrat. Senator Hirono, thanks for being with us. I'm wondering, first of all, your reaction to the president's comments tonight.
3: We can always count on the president to go down to the lowest common denominator, mock people, call people names, attack them. This is what he does. And the thing that uh, Dr. Ford did remember with 100% recollection was that it was Brett Kavanaugh
2: who attacked him. <laughs> hold it, hold it right there. Okay, oh. so yeah. Trump's point is she doesn't remember any of it, yeah. anything you ask or whatever. But I remember that one part that it was definitely Brett Kavanaugh. That, uh, ugh. Ugh. Yeah. That's ridiculous, like that. yes. Senator. It's nuts. And you know this. See, the thing is, she knows that. Absolutely. She, she knows not just that she's spinning and whatever. She knows her heart in her heart of hearts, the entire thing is a sham. Of she's course. just doing it, not even for the big progressive movement and feminism. Some of that, sure. But some of this is the heart. I've always felt bad. Look at Senator Hirano.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> Chris, look at Senator Hirano.
3: <laughs>
2: Nobody's. What? Why do you think Senator Hirano became a feminist? Yes. Just look at her. How come the boys don't like me? Look at that. How come? No. Maybe you're just not as attractive. Some and of us okay. are more attractive. That's yeah, it's fine. Okay. We all have attributes. We all have things that we care around that are not good. That's fine. But she wants to be able to compete or wanted to. So you know what? It's not my fault. It's not that I'm just not as attractive or I have a bad personality or whatever. I'm going to blame this on society. And by that, I mean Men.
0: The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Direct Fire is a jet-fueled political thriller that's now available in paperback. It's taken from the 30 years of military service of Brigadier General Anthony Tata. His books have gotten high praise from George H.W. Bush and Glenn Beck. In Direct Fire, a Delta Force veteran races against the clock to take out terrorists, gather it in the North Carolina mountains. The terrorists have already taken down military brass and civilian leaders, and that's only the beginning. Direct Fire is on sale now. Just visit AJTATA.com. That's AJTATA.com.
0: The collision of common sense and comedy. This is the morning blaze with Doc Thompson.
2: All right. on to the letter that uh, came out yesterday, guy who claims he dated Christine Blasey Ford, and he is remaining anonymous, uh, which I dislike. Come forward. If you want to say something like this, this should also, this should be, we should all as a society, put down our shields and our swords for a moment. Democrats, Republicans, conservatives, liberals, libertarians, Green Party, everybody and just say, listen, can we all agree that allegations must at least be accompanied by the person who is making the allegation that there must be at least transparency there? Can we all agree on that? And then move forward as we have been, but at least say if you're going to make an allegation, you must come forward. Agreed. <clears throat> That's going to cut down on a lot of this nonsense. Absolutely. So this person, I mean, I like the fact that somebody is standing up and saying, hey, something happened to me and Dr. Ford is not everything that she's saying or the media is presenting her to be. I just, again, dislike the same way I hit it on the other side, these anonymous allegations. We don't know who wrote this. I could have written this last night. Yes. Brett Kavanaugh could have written this without showing anybody else (laughs) except for a guy who clerked for him.
0: (laughs) I like that. He could
2: have. <laughs> like okay. The letter says, I am. And by the way, I posted this on Facebook. If you go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Doc show or on Twitter, it's up there as well. It's at Doc Thompson show. You can read it. Uh, I blank am a current resident of blank, California. Those are blanks are redacted.
3: I love redactions.
2: I first met Christine Blasey. Now, Dr. Christine Blasey Ford in 1989 or 1990 in California. From 90 to 91, I was just friends with Ford. From approximately 92 to 98, I was in a relationship with Dr. Ford. I found her truthful and maintained no animus toward her. towards her. During our time dating, Dr. Ford never brought up anything regarding her experiences as a victim of sexual assault, harassment, or misconduct. Dr. Ford never mentioned Brett Kavanaugh. Not that you would. No. You know, yeah. sometimes you keep that hidden. Got yes. it. During some of the time we were dating, Dr. Ford lived with Monica L. McLean, mm-hmm. who I understood to be her lifelong best friend. During that time, I wa- it was my understanding that McLean was interviewing for jobs with the FBI in the U.S. Attorney's Office. I witnessed Dr. Ford help McLean prepare for a potential polygram, polygram exam. Doctor Ford explained in detail what to expect, how polygraphs worked, and helped McLean become familiar and less nervous about the exam. Doctor Ford was able to help because her background in because of her background in psychology. First lie. <clears throat> What's that? Oh, right there. Well, contradiction. Yeah, you're contradiction. You're calling yeah. lie. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, because in the, during the testimony that she gave between her and the female prosecutor, they asked her, "Did you help?" Anybody give any tips when conducting a polygraph? No,
2: did he, she ask specifically, Have you helped anybody yep. else and give any tips? And I was like, well, Either I wonder... either that question was telling because they knew this,
3: yes, and that's and or, I want to know,
2: or this letter was written because of that. Because you see what I'm saying,
3: th- that's what I want to know the timeline of now. They said that they just got this, uh, you know, uh, the second. Uh, yeah, it's last, yeah, it's dated yesterday at
2: 8.01 so, Pacific So I don't time. know
3: if this letter is talking <clears throat> about that question, because that, then I was thinking when they asked her that question, I was say, like, why so specific on the polygraph helping or Somebody giving else. tips? On some, I, Right,
2: I understood it about her because her sketchy-ass polygraph test. Yes. Okay, who administered? Don't know. Under what circumstances? Don't know. When was it? <laughs> The the weekend she was uh, going to a funeral for her grandfather or mother, mother,
3: one of those, I, her, I one of her grandparents.
2: Yeah. Okay, you're gonna give a polygraph on an emotional weekend when a relative has died. Yeah. Anybody that's given a polygraph or take anyone who administers them will tell you you don't do that. No, you're, you're trying to find right the most controlled environment to set yes. it. Yes, that's the reason they offer you control questions mm-hmm. up front. What is What's your, your name? name? So on and so forth, because they're trying to to determine Establish. that. Yeah. So. This is really telling. Yes. If this is truthful, very damning. For sure. But it also looks like this could be written in response. Yes. If you were trying to attack Dr. Ford in yes. order to help Brett Kavanaugh. Absolutely. It looks very shady there. Yes. Dr. Ford and I lived together, the, li- the letter goes on to say, while we were dating and stayed together in a long-distance relationship when Dr. Ford moved to Hawaii sometime around 1998. Although I am not sure of the particular year, and it may have been a bit earlier or later. Okay. Um okay. Okay. <clears throat> Honestly, wouldn't don't you know- just say I'm pretty sure it was ninety eight or around ninety-eight. Yeah. I mean some things I can't remember exactly, but I could tell you pretty close to people I dated the years. I can get the year.
3: Yeah. Let me think. Yeah. <laughs> It could have been like 98, late, 98, 99, you know, something like that. Well, and I
2: understand if you did an on-again, off-again, sorry, relationship, (laughs) because uh, on-again, off-again, you're like, well, we dated then, then we broke up, we got together like six Uh, months later, and then, uh, I had a couple of those, that's more difficult, but if this is just, we broke up around 98, that's a little odd, but okay. While visiting Ford in Hawaii, we traveled around the Hawaiian Islands, including one time... On a propeller plane, Dr. Ford never indicated a fear of flying. To the best of my recollection, Dr. Ford never expressed a fear of closed quarters, tight spaces, or places with only one exit. Remember, she said she even had them put a door, extra front door on their house because she needed an extra exit so she could get out in case Brett Kavanaugh raped her. Well, I mean, she was flashing back to the, you know. Yes, yes. She said, I, he said, I assisted Dr. Ford with finding a place to live in blank, California. She ended up living in a very small 500 square foot house with one door.
3: And it goes back to another, you know, contradiction. Is that what you're yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or trying he's, to, yeah, he's saying it's I'm trying to attack what she said during the statement.
2: He said, despite trying to maintain a long distance relationship, I ended the relationship once I discovered that Dr. Ford was unfaithful while living in Hawaii. After the breakup, I took her off the credit card we had shared, but nearly one year later, I noticed Dr. Ford had been charging the credit card and charged about $6,000 worth of merchandise. 600. $600 worth of merchandise. When confronted, Dr. Ford said she did not use the card, but later admitted to the use after I threatened to involve fraud prevention. I didn't speak again to Dr. Ford until about 2002 when she contacted me briefly. After that, I hadn't thought much about her until I saw her story in the Washington Post, dated Sunday, September 16th, 2018. I do not want to become involved in this process or current investigation, but wanted to be truthful about what I know. Um, Does that... Again, by itself, he's anonymous. Yes, it's just an allegation. Yes. you and I could have written this, and we could say all kind. You know what? I met Doctor Ford in two thousand four, and she told me someday she would concoct a story against Brett Kavanaugh because she always had a crush on him, and he turned her down, and she wants to ruin his career. But she's going to wait till the perfect time. She yeah. told me that. Yep. I'm sorry, not me. She told an anonymous, anonymous person, person I know, and I know <laughs> you could write all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, but if the standard is these things count, then, then this counts. you must count
3: this one. Absolutely. And I just like also at the end, um, how he goes September 16, 2018. It's funny because the uh, sweat, Nick, whatever her name was, uh, she could not get her story. And again, this letter is perfectly written to make this person look like he knows her. He knows uh-huh. his timeline. And then at the bottom, when he says, I do not want to be involved in this process, your investigation, shut up.
2: Right. Shut and, up. And you, did you are yes, you do not Right. And did you see the the bottom of it is specifically dated? Yes. Even timestamp?
3: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I know because a lot of people are, oh look, she does not remember. How is it that this is like the perfect letter to kind of say, oh, let's put some you know, doubt.
2: Just dated too much. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's overkill. Right. Um, and it was about ninety eight when we broke up But if, you know, it's better for Brett Kavanaugh that it was two years earlier that we broke up or better two years later, Later, yes, it could be within that time. You know, you determine what's better for Brett Kavanaugh. Just know it's about 98. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? It could be that. Yes, yes, absolutely. But if that's the standard, then that works. Now, an ex-boyfriend of Julie Swetnick. Oh, here we go. Who, uh, of course, she's accused him of Mm -hmm. gang rape and all this stuff says that um, she's got kind of a sordid past, more than we even detailed yesterday. Uh-oh. Now, we uh, determined that what she claimed in the interview, or mm-hmm. excuse, what she mm-hmm. claimed in the letter, is probably not accurate based on what she said in the interview then. It was just, well, I saw Brett with, with red solo cups. Yes. Okay. Did you see him put stuff in the punch? No. No. But he was next to the punch. Now, a former candidate for Congress... It was a weatherman from uh, Washington, D.C. news station. His name, uh, Dennis Ketterer. Okay. Or Keterer, I think it's Ketterer. Said that um, she told him, again, this is Julie Swetnick, the third okay. accuser of Brett Kavanaugh, that she liked to have sex with more than one guy at a time. Uh oh. <laughs> this guy's testimony carries, or letter or accusation carries a lot more weight it's mm-hmm. not anonymous no and the guy is a public figure yes now you could say well he's just doing this you know any publicity is good publicity but it's probably not going to be good for your political career or your weatherman career to be caught up in something like this if you're a talk show host or something a little you're more fine. i mean yeah. i guess it could help him. Yeah, it but- could
3: help yeah but by the way he's not just any candidate he's a democratic candidate Right, right. So this is not like oh he's a republic, he has an R, of course he's no, this is a Democratic candidate
2: for Congress. That's again not gonna help you out, right? No, absolutely not. In a letter he wrote to the judiciary, in fact, sometimes with several at one time. Ooh. He said she wanted to know if that would be okay in our relationship. I asked her if this was just a fantasy of hers. She responded that she first tried sex with multiple guys while in high school and still liked it from time to time. Wow. <clears throat> so Ugh. that's fairly damning, right? Yes. I mean, I, I think that carries as much weight as anything.
3: Uh, it, and it should because <clears throat> the standard is you believe them. <clears throat> automatic belief and
2: this is still right this is still he said she said it's just an allegation unfounded but the whole process when you're building a court case if somebody comes in and says um somebody robbed me they mugged me out in the parking lot or something the police start investigating we've been down this path before what do they do okay tell me your story witnesses tell me what happened now, if the person is very uncredible right off, like their story has holes. When did it happen? Ten minutes ago. Um, where were you before that? Um, well, about ten minutes before that, I was seven hours away. Come on. I mean, just things that you're like, okay, wait a minute. They start adding it up. They're witnesses, whatever. And there's nothing else that corroborates it or even helps. Okay, you're it done. It gets dismissed. Right. <clears throat> the police don't even follow up.
3: No, it gets put on the record, of course, but it gets nobody follows up and it gets But if there's hits.
2: other evidence, they go out and there's signs of a scuffle in the mm-hmm. dirt. Okay, there's something, and you start building this up. Well, as they build this case against Brett Kavanaugh, if you look at just Swetnick's portion of it. Okay. And she makes all of these allegations, you're like, whoa. Okay, automatically we all have some some red flags. You went to these high school parties when you were out of school, and the time frame doesn't add up, and you made these allegations with no proof, and gang raping. You never told Mm -hmm. anybody. All of that's questionable, but okay. It's so serious. What else you got? Well, did you see him put stuff in the punch? I saw him at the party, and he gave people cups. Yeah, he had a solo cup. Okay, and all the holes we went through with that yesterday. Okay. Now she's looking bad about this stuff, right? Yes. Then you find out about all the past claims of sexual inappropriate activity at work where people said she tried to sue. Mm-hmm. Like she might just be the sue-happy person yes. about this, trying to look for a payday. Okay. Yep. All right. It's starting to look bad for her. Then you add this in. Oh, and Michael Avenatti is her attorney. Come on, man. The porn star lawyer. Come right. on. That is a perfect... <laughs> Lying right there right she's at based before this letter from mm-hmm. her former boyfriend she is at about a three percent believability okay There's i'll give you that 97 percent that. Yes. that says the woman is a crackpot yes. and is lying not yes. not misremembering no, stretching no. the truth Straight altering lying. lying in my opinion now this letter sorry <sighs> again by itself you'd go it's just he said she said but this is how the case is built so, when it goes to Dr. Ford, use this same standard, okay, what happened? Brett Kavanaugh did that. What else you got? Who was there? four people, three, two, one, four Brett, Mike Mark Mark Judd. they okay, where was the house? I don't know whats I don't know was what, what okay, so then you you snuck out of the house, slunked out of the house. great, oh wait, what your slunking was like through the party. people yeah. were right there. There's only one door. All of those of the testimony you start going, it may have happened, Dr. Ford, but At best, you're a 50-50. Yep. And then you add all the other stuff. The anonymous letter. Again, it's anonymous, doesn't carry weight, but it carries as much weight as the anonymous people who've tried to back up this other stuff. So you've got to dismiss that. Now, Avenatti has responded to this guy's claim. The Democrat candidate. Yes, he did. Yes. He said the letter from Dennis Ketterer is garbage. The GOP (laughs) is desperate. The allegations he makes are false and without any basis. We demand the FBI interview my client and him, and that anyone who uh, found to have submitted false info be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Yes, this absolutely. guy
3: absolutely.
2: This guy is like somebody playing an attorney.
3: <laughs> law. And He's order. like
2: a TV lawyer.
3: The, the law. <laughs> He's a law and order
2: right. lawyers. <gasps> prosecuted to the fullest extent, of, not to a partial extent no, no, of the no, law. God forbid you do that. Let me help you out. Prosecutors <laughs> prosecute to the fullest extent of Are the law. Are you sure? Yes. Are you a lawyer? Uh, no. He's a lawyer. You're not a lawyer. No, but I've watched a lot of Law & Order, L.A. Law back in the day, a lot of, lot of movies about law. And do they and, get And, and they full. do.
3: Yeah. Not a quarter, not three-fourth, not
2: 99%. No, it's the fullest extent. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, there's no way to not prosecute to the fullest extent of the law. What does that mean? The fullest extent? We're, the prosecution does not mean and the punishment is the. <laughs> the prosecution is the the system, the yes. structure in place. The judge sentences. The prosecutor, yes. yes, can take plea bargains and whatever, but they're still prosecuting to the fullest extent. Hi. I'm running for prosecutor, and my platform is to prosecute to about 28% of the law. That's what I... <clears throat> you write fullest extent of the law to scare people. This Yes! Is, Michael Avenatti, I believe, is the write-a-letter-to-scare-you type of attorney. Yes. Do you remember we had First Liberty on... Yes, and they they send letters. It's very inexpensive to have attorneys write letters and scare people.
3: Yeah, and it's all scare tactics.
2: Right, <clears throat> a few hundred dollars. Some some lawyers might be even cheaper. That's what I'm saying. It's very a, cheap to have a lawyer. And it looks very. If it's on, oh, he's an attorney oh. and he's got letterhead. He's the got letterhead,
3: letterhead it usually scares him Here's <clears throat> a
2: street address. He's yeah. got a place that he works. He does yeah. right here, and it, it says Esquire. Right, it says uh, by his name yeah. right there. He is Esquire. <laughs> you know, right? And they write things like Uh, honor about it's determined, we demand that you cease and assist my client, blah blah blah. Per US code. Or you will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. You have to put, you know, the
3: the US code somewhere in there. Oh yeah. Yeah, Pursuant
2: to state code, blah blah blah, or US code right. Put that in there. But which sounds worse? Which is going to intimidate you more? Or we'll have to sue you. Or prosecuted, or sued to the fullest extent of the law. Oh, that's right there. That's what they do. It's a scare tactic. And so it's it's garbage because you say it is, and the GOP is desperate? Oh, come on. Come on! If you want to talk about
3: desperation, it is the Democrats who are so desperate.
2: Avenatti's, the allegations made are, he makes are false and without basis. Why? Okay. Because you say that? Um, the same has been said about your allegations. Thank you. And about your Michael client? Avenatti is a carnival barker. I want him he to He is run. a carnival huckster. Oh, This is the run. one thing. Um, Michael Avenatti is, I can't think of a worse person that we've all become familiar with. Somebody who's thrust oh, themselves to the public yeah. eye in the last couple of years. Yes. There may be somebody. Well, I mean, okay, problem. maybe the guy who shot up the church in Texas and murdered all those people. Okay. I don't even know his name. No. But Michael Avenatti, as far as one of these players now, or he is maybe the worst. And and his whole basis for being on the left and everything he does is the same reason people are feminists. Yeah, and he's a media whore. Why? Because poor little Michael. Yep. Poor little Michael back in the day. Mikey didn't get... I'm going to be a lawyer and show them. Oh, yeah. That's who he is as well. All right, get those in. Trigger a feminist. We'll get some more of those coming up next on Thus the Morning Blaze
0: morning blaze with doc thompson the blaze radio network the most culturally diverse morning show on the radio hosted by a white guy It's the morning blaze with Doc Thompson. (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) Uh, There's some really good ones. Hashtag trigger a (laughs) feminist. Pedro Sykes uh, says, uh, can you hold it down a little bit? (laughs) Hey, can you keep it down? Saving private Harambe. I, it has a woman holding a sign that says, I believe Christine Blasey Ford. Somebody photoshopped underneath it should make sandwiches.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good.
2: Making sandwiches is the best. That is awesome. All right, uh, get them in. Hashtag how, uh, trigger a feminist. Hashtag uh, trigger a feminist. You got
3: Pedro also saying, Trigger a feminist. Abortion is murder.
2: <laughs> mm hmm.
3: Uh, Scarfie never Nerf Herder ask her to imitate a porn scene.
2: Yeah, a porn scene.
3: <laughs> TJ Toppin, hashtag trigger feminist, use facts and reason.
2: Facts and reason, that's really going to trigger him as well, oh, because it's yes. all about the emotion. We know that.
3: Uh, Kool-Aid with a C saying, hashtag trigger feminist. Men sleeping around, stud. Women sleeping around, slut.
2: Yeah, just keep that going. <laughs> uh, Stephen English, by the way, he's... He's 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 practiced this. Stephen Stephen English isn't offering this as an academic exercise. Okay. I believe Stephen English is drawing from real life um,
0: uh, experiences? experiences.
2: Right. This is this is not a, a lecture. This is this is the <laughs> this is the lab. This is lab work here. He's actually gone out and presented this. He puts uh, constantly refer to them as princess and sweet cheeks. Oh, or honey. Yeah, sweetie. I want to add. Listen, sweetheart. Oh, they love that, Doc Thompson. Listen, darling.
3: Oh, they love that one even more.
2: <clears throat> Last night, I was uh, with some friends, um, Brad Staggs and some, and some others, and uh, we had a little something to eat and had a couple of drinks, and a, a lady we know goes, this whole thing is crap. about The Kavanaugh thing and Dr. Ford and whatever. And she goes, the entire thing is crap. She goes, and Swetnick? It's just lies. She goes, in fact, I heard what you guys said on the air. She goes, and you missed something. She said the whole drinking thing, if you went to a party where it even had garbage can punch or any of that, she goes, every woman knows what's in there. Yes. You go there and drink that, not because it's yummy. Yep. You go there and drink that stuff to get <laughs> buzzed. <laughs> and women do it to give themselves an excuse Hello. to have sex with men, certainly in the 80s, so you weren't called a slut. You faked it. The Morning
0: Blaze. Sorry, we didn't mean to offend you actually yeah we did this is the morning blaze on the blaze radio network
1: And comedy. This is the morning blaze
2: with Doc Thompson. Hashtag trigger a feminist. I just treated one out that I think would probably uh, get the job done. Go for it. Uh, first, I'll share with you Kathy and the Bergs, which is in a similar vein, I would say. Kathy so you and the Bergs.
3: Huh? So you sold hers.
2: The concept, we're heading in the same direction, but in a slightly different okay. Well, let me explain. Okay. So she put, tell them to take a MITE all. Oh. Now, that's not just a, hey, you got a headache, no. settle down, take yes. a drug. It might all is usually directed at women who are uh, maybe experiencing certain effects uh, that appear, you know, yes. once a month or so, yes. you know, whatever. And uh, so I took that similar angle. angle. And put, Ask if Aunt Flo is visiting. Ew. <clears throat> See, the, what I like about that, it's even, even more um, kind of condescending. Yes. And you could say it kind of helpful. Like, yes. Is Aunt Flo visiting?
3: It kind of makes them feel like kids.
2: Right, and you can you can make up your scrunched up <laughs> yes. face. You mm-hmm. have to.
3: You have to when you're asking about that. Barb. <laughs> Why is it always Barb?
2: She's in my, Barb's the top Oh, way. okay. Barb better, or Marge? I haven't used Marge in a while. No, you haven't. I'm upset. How about Claire?
3: Ooh, Claire.
2: Yes. Claire, is Aunt Flo visiting? <laughs> I'm just asking.
3: <laughs> just asking for a friend. <laughs>
2: For a friend. (laughs) Claire's a fat girl name, you know.
3: Yes. Yes. And she's blonde.
2: We learned that on uh, Breakfast Club. Ah. Claire. And although she's not fat now, she is pushing maximum density. All right. (laughs) That's what he said. Kathy the Berg also just said, trigger a feminist, red solo cup.
3: Oh, Wow, I completely forgot. I could have, like, a bunch of solo cups here.
2: The Steam 42, somebody give Dr. Ford five bucks and tell her to go buy something pretty. Yes. Hashtag trigger a feminist.
3: Here's that one. Or buy So them. that's a trigger? Yes.
2: Well, now I feel kind of bad for suggesting that a yes. while ago to Alyssa Milano, <laughs> who, by the way, is crazy triggered.
3: By the way, and they don't like it when you go, like, you know, you, you grab the, the money and then you just fold it up in half and half again, and you go buy yourself something.
2: buy yourself something pretty right there
3: or you just get her a nice little baggie that with a nice big bow i got you something pretty you know just
2: yeah i hope you feel better i
3: hope yes i hope you feel better yes
2: now the passive that's a little passive aggressive but also passive aggressive is you don't even tell them. you just set the bottle of doll on the and what i like is to you if you're across them, you set it on the table uh-huh. and then you slowly just slide oh, it slide to them. It. While mm. remaining, keeping eye contact right here. Mm. You don't look at the body. You just do it like you don't see anything. Slide your hand back and then go back to work.
3: Or grab the chocolate box and then slide that right next to the
2: Mite all on top of the chocolate box and then some salty chips next to that.
3: Done. Shh. Oh, she should trigger for a while.
2: <clears throat> Care package. There it is. Ant flow care package. What is inside Doc Thompson? doll. Yep. Salty chips. Yep. And chocolate. Maybe some one of those little uh the heating things you heat in the microwave. Oh
3: yes. Uh yes, is uh, yeah. the corn bags that you just put right in the bag. Or you
2: go old school and do water bottle. Oh. Like hot water bottle.
3: What about a nice season of, you know, I don't know, wool and grace? <laughs> 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 uh,
2: uh, uh, uh. I got you a box set of Will and Grace.
3: <laughs> oh, you know, I don't know what's the other one. What's the other one The girls, Don, Don, Dawson Creek?
2: Dawson's Creek? Yeah. Hey, I watched that when I was unemployed, so let's not go there. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to trigger you. I was a little triggered there. Sorry. Sarah's uh,
3: laughing because she's like, yep, that was me.
2: Was? <laughs> you mean Thursday? It wasn't Thursday. Based on a conversation I had with Sarah yesterday. <laughs> It was yesterday. The was was twenty minutes ago. Not oh Sarah. Not you, Sarah, in the next room. It was another Sarah that I don't work with, HR. Some other Sarah, far, far away. Hashtag trigger a feminist.
0: Oh wow. All right,
2: get those in. Yes. So uh by the way, Alyssa Milano, crazy Dude. triggered. Oh. She is she has lost it. Yes. I, I'm sorry, listen. I love difference of opinion with you and Alyssa Milano. We've highlighted many times, documented on this program that she's cray cray. But I could still at least give Alyssa Milano and others, even the crazy Trump and the Trigly pops, a little bit, just one little nugget of, I get it. You're really upset about policies or perceived policies, right? Mm-hmm. I was really upset at times with Obama, and you lose it at t- I get it, but when you start just referring to people as a holes and stuff and telling people to f off, you're done
3: is one of my rules <coughs> if I'm in a debate or a heated argument, once you start cursing, you lose all credibility
2: well, and I even get we all make mistakes, yes, but it has become standard for Alyssa Milano as an example and others to just go f Trump yes. You're, that that shows not a momentary that we all can have. I'm so frustrated by being an while well, being an activist and that I just I said something. Okay, it happens, but when it is regular, ah, Trump a hole and this it shows you're not thinking. It's all just blah puking raw emotion. Sorry. Last night she put breaking Trump mocks Doctor Ford and has the video and that mm-hmm. was the one we shared yes. where he called her out. Hey, this is all the same tweet. After that, hey at Donald Trump Jr. Yeah, okay,
3: that took a turn. <clears throat> that took a turn.
2: Uh, now he's obviously out there yes, as he well, is. but yes, she roped him into something and then put hey at Donald Trump Jr. Your father is an a hole,
3: and actually writes the word
2: right. This is the most misogynistic display of barbaric <laughs> insensitivity I've ever seen. <laughs> is it? Is a Doc Thompson? Come on, really?
3: Come on.
2: This is this is it. Right here. You're in Hollywood, and you've never seen Say, a movie oh. that is more misogynistic, more barbaric, more insensitive. Really? And then in all caps, this is why I didn't report this right here. What does that mean? That she didn't report her sexual abuse oh, story. Oh, forget about that. Man, <clears throat> she did get. That's the reason? Because somebody said, prove it? Okay. Sorry, I'm uh, I'm beyond it. I'm tired of everybody saying I was a victim of sexual assault. Many of you were, and that's horrible. But much like the Me Too movement, I'm going to need a clarification. Was your sexual assault, as Dr. Ford said, you were at a party drinking, other people drinking, a boy climbed on top of you against your will. And then you tumbled off the bed at some point and you ran out of the house. That's not good. That could be very triggering and that is assault. Not good. Absolutely. Or it could be men lined up and one after the other took turns raping you at a party where they had drugged you. Hmm. Those are all in today's little Brett Kavanaugh Hashtag Kavanaugh confirmation hearings, social media universe, the women in your office, all of this stuff are all sexual assault victims. (laughs) So yours, Alyssa, other people, it's still all bad and I feel bad for you. But I'm going to need a clarification now. Everybody out there that wants a pass knows that they can play the victim, whether it's true or not, by going, I was sexually assaulted once, too. My story, and it took years to come forward. You know how long it took for a lot of them to come huh. forward? Their entire life until they saw an opportunity to get a kind of a leg up here to get some sort of gain by claiming it now. Mm. Was it you overheard a dirty joke or were you gang raped? We kept saying that during the – moot yeah. This is mm, – mm. During the first part of the uh, Me Too movement about a year ago, we said, look at the standard – That you can claim your hashtag Me Too if you overhear a dirty joke. Yes. Or, and I kept saying it for sensational shock factor, gang raped. Yep. And here we are, a year later. Those are the extremes they're using. Unbelievable. Mm. Alyssa Milano cookies completely triggered on this thing. All right. (laughs) You know, it's already triggering people today. Not just feminists, but I mean, feminists. All feminists are progressives, not all progress. No, I guess it's both. Yeah, I
3: was going to say, what are you doing? All
2: progressives are really, maybe not. But definitely all feminists are progressives. Anyways, feminists, progressives, all kinds of people being triggered. I am a little bit by this. Really? Just a little bit. Why? Not really even triggered. I have some objections.
3: Okay, that's much better because I didn't think this would trigger you.
2: The president's national cell phone... Um, Electronic device test this afternoon.
3: National Wireless Emergency Alert System.
2: National Wireless Emergency Alert System. Yes. They were supposed to do a test last Thursday. They postponed it until 2.18 today, Eastern Time. Yes. 2.18 exactly. Yes. Do we know why 2.18? I do not know why 2.18. Oh, my gosh. What? Do you know why? Did you figure it out? I think I did. I'm not going to say it yet. I'll share it later. Got to think this through. But anyway. Okay. So, 218 today. It is the first test of this national presidential alert system. I don't like this. The president shouldn't be taking over our phones. I mean, I understand in the case of national emergency, truly. But they, what do you need a test for? Just go and do it. Okay. No, Doc. You got to try this stuff. All right. Fine. Will this be the only test? Sorry, the EBS system, when I first became a broadcaster, the emergency broadcast system that we had to do was around for decades. (laughs) And we tested those weekly. Mm -hmm. So, will this be weekly? We've got other, uh, the EAS system that you you use less frequently or test less frequently. That's what the EBS became, but still regular tests. I don't want to hear from this president or any president. Leave me alone, leave my cell phone alone. And by the way, Mr. President and Congress and the FCC and FEMA, who's behind this, I may be more accepting of an occasional test from this alert system if I didn't get all of the spam and telemarketing calls (laughs) that you have allowed to happen by allowing people to exempt themselves Yeah, if they meet certain criteria. Knock it off. You know what I'm saying? I get these constant calls. And how are they able to call me? Because I gave my phone number to somebody I was doing business with, and they sold the list. How do you know if they're going to sell the list? You don't. You don't know. And then I get 16 calls a day, and they're hanging up. I'm in meetings and stuff. Well, silent your phone. I still see the text. It's vibrating coming in. Yeah. I've been getting text ones now. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? Just block them. Great. They're using numbers, different numbers every time. Yeah. Don't answer. Great. I don't. I still see the call. It's still bothering me. Yeah, like you said, this is you know
3: originated by uh, FEMA. The law was passed in 2016 that requires FEMA to run this test at least every three years.
2: There, it's not going to be every three years. It'll be every year. You don't think so?
3: I don't think so because I've been, 'cause because this is during. This will be – this system is for, like, hurricane alerts and stuff like that.
2: It says FEMA, but this also means if we're attacked or something, nuclear warning or something like this. But they say tsunamis and whatever. You know what? They've gotten tsunamis wrong. They've gotten them wrong both ways. We've had multiple tsunami warnings that turned out to be nothing. And in what was the most recent one in Indonesia?
3: Oh yeah.
2: Did people you see were that? just people were just chilling at the beach. Do you know why? Oh. It was so upsetting. Do you know why? Why what? Why they were just chilling at the beach? Oh. They were just No. It goes to this. They offered a warning, mm-hmm. tsunami might be coming. Then they said, you know what? No, it's not. Oh. They that's told them it's not. That's sad. So that's really sad. The problem with that is if they had said nothing, people would go, oh, I think that's tsunami. Maybe there's a warning. If you offer a warning and then say, okay, it's all disregard. clear. It's not going to yeah. happen. Even if you see something out there or get some other warning, yeah, you go, that's true. they told us. Yeah. Imagine yeah. you, yeah. Chris, the wife says, Chris, they just gave a tsunami warning. And you go, No, they just retracted it here. What would you be saying? We're not leaving. They retracted it. We're fine. You that tell me you wouldn't be double and triple down. And she'd be going, Maybe we should just be safe and go. You'd be why? We pay for parking. We're not leaving. That's what you'd say. Absolutely. In fact, if there was a tsunami warning from the government, I might I don't know if you could look at how many in Hawaii haven't been real
3: yes and they're like do you think if it was real 300 people will also still be here because i'll be looking around right I'll be like well pete is not leaving bob <laughs> is still here is barb still there shannon is inside no we're, we're good we're good like oh absolutely absolutely and this is the cool thing about this i want to know i actually really want to know what the system this is because this they're saying that since it's a critical life-saving information it's designed to reach as many cell phones as possible even those that are not activated, or have SIM cards. Okay, well... I really want to know what is, what system are you using that you can reach phone numbers that are not... I mean, cell phones that are not activated or have SIM
2: cards. Okay, I'm admitting my libertarian bias okay. and my damn close to anarchist, anarchist. bias. Anarchist, yes. I am like just a notch or two over <laughs> from anarchist, right? Just enough that... yes.
3: You're like two notches. There's some laws against <laughs> killing people and stuff, and we move on, right?
2: That uh, I don't, I'm admitting that right off. I don't okay. like this stuff. I don't like any of it. The EBS and all of this other structure. Um, by the way, how'd that EBS test work on 9-11? Oh. How'd that go? I was on the air on 9-11. Mornings. We did uh, 5.30, 5 to 5.30, uh, till about 10 a.m. Every day. First planes hit just prior to nine o'clock. Yeah. First plane hit at just prior to nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, no tests, no. no warning, none of this stuff. There was no. How about I don't think there was one all day. I was too young to remember. I, I might don't... be wrong on that, but I know it did not happen from um when the planes hit through we stayed on the air till noon, one o'clock.
3: Now, would that alert be sent nationwide? Oh, just the New York area.
2: No, something like that. Once we said, hey, remember, we thought there were planes all across the country, and they grounded every plane. That would have been a national alert, Hmm. and it would have been immediate as soon as they realized it's terrorism, or then even throughout the day, you could have said, in case you didn't hear, and it would have taken over every broadcast, every radio and television station. I'm trying to
3: remember, because I I know now. And also, don't, don't forget... The incoming missile alert in Hawaii early this year—that
2: was, Remember, that erroneous. Was, right. that was false. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. So there is some kind of scaring things behind this.
2: Right. The EBS did not work. They did not, and I know why. You know, <coughs> with like nine eleven and some of the other stuff. Well, we don't want to. We don't want to scare people. Then why have it? Because that'll cause that'll cause society to break down. Then why have it? Why have it? Folks, think about this. Imagine if. Imagine if President Trump or whoever's president gets definitive information without question that there has been a nuclear missile launch against the United States. Mm -hmm. Imagine that they say uh, the attack will be on Los Angeles. Okay. It's credible. It's inbound. It's 30 minutes away. Wow.
3: Scary thought. Are they
2: going to go, boo? We interrupt this broadcast to tell you or put on your cell phone Mm -hmm. there's an incoming missile in L.A. I don't think so. Why won't they? Because you've seen enough movies because of chaos. The people that are in L.A. have no time to leave. No. They'll say it doesn't matter anyways. Yep. Okay, In the outlying areas. okay, It's just going to cause people. It's like fire in a movie theater. Even if there is a fire. Yes. Um, It's just pandemonium and people will hurt other people just trying to flee. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the country will melt down and whatever. Absolutely. So they'll say, no, don't do it. Imagine if it's multiple cities. Mm. You say, okay, New it's York. Hit New York, four cities, pick them, whatever. Are they Same scenario. Yeah. They won't tell you that. No. A tsunami. Imagine a tsunami. They give a tsunami warning in some of those places, mm-hmm. but it's the same. I don't even know why they do. I guess some of those people would leave the beach and you'd save them. But then you also run the risk of mass hysteria. Yeah, chaos again.
3: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
2: Nine eleven. Maybe that's maybe they thought about maybe. it. I've never heard the story. Did they? Did they think about it?
3: That's a good research. Project It'd be the same right thing, there. right? Yeah.
2: So this test is scheduled for two eighteen today. I don't think it's the government's responsibility. I don't think it's their right to take over my cell phone that I pay for, mm. and I'm pissed off that the companies will let them do it. The law was passed in 2016 that mandates it. Then that was a failed, yet another failed law that Obama signed. And your representatives, your Republican representatives in the Congress failed you as well. Because in 2016, the House and Senate were run by the Republicans. Those conservatives have failed you. It's not their responsibility and it's not their right to do it. This should not happen today. It's not Trump's fault, but it shouldn't happen. Quick break back with more in a minute
0: you are listening to the smooth sounds of the morning blaze with doc thompson on the blaze radio network Just in case you haven't heard, we are the number seven ranked show among Filipino tilt roll operators. So, there you have it. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson.
2: Die tweets coming in now, the hashtag what I learned today.
3: Tara Price saying, until Kavanaugh sexually assaults a mailbox, I see no reason for another federal investigation. <laughs> and Doc Thompson, she's absolutely right. The only, the only way the FBI should be involved if you see freaking Brett Kavanaugh going to town on a mailbox that is not his.
2: Is that that is that, is that federal that, Judge that? Kavanaugh on that is mailbox? Is that is that Susie's mailbox?
3: Oh my gosh, not her letter. Not her check from the government.
2: Well, in order for it to apply here, it would have to be one of those big blue mailboxes that used to be yes. around in the '80s at the yes. end of the street. Well, this happened in the '80s, so. right? That's what I mean. Yes. To be one of those, yes. It wouldn't be like you know mailboxes now. No, they're weak. Something like that. All right, uh, tweets with the hashtag "What I Learned Today." It's at Doc Tops Show at Real Chris Cruz. The presidential alert. What's it going to say? Just presidential alert. This yes. is a test. This is a test of the National Wireless Emergency Alert System. No action is yes, needed. Yes, that is,
3: that is all that we'll say. So if you ever receive an Amber Alert on your phone, it's going to go through all those noises and it vibrates. And it's going to say presidential alert.
2: And that's about it. <clears throat> so first we got the Amber Alerts. Yes. And then we had the silver alerts. Is that what that is? But that does not go to your phone. Why wouldn't they?
3: Because it's a silver alert.
2: I know. But I mean, if, you, if you're saying it's just that's when an old person is missing. Yeah, that's when an
3: old person is missing. Yeah. We don't care about the old people. We
2: found them. <laughs> found them. They weren't missing after no. all. They were just playing bingo. <laughs> That's all it was.
3: He was doing something weird with a mailbox. That's <laughs> all it was. was I don't know. Doing?
2: Screaming about 1982. I don't know. Get off my lawn. What? Yeah, uh, but why wouldn't silver now? So, But this is a different level. So this, this is, trumps yes. Amber Alert.
3: Yes. So, for example, like Mordecai just says, well, can I just turn it off? No, you can't because on your phone, you see, you could turn off Amber Alert. But you, you can turn, can't off or- turn
2: off the phone, we've determined. You
3: can, yeah. If you, at 218, you could turn off your phone before it, you will not get it, and you'll be all set. But this one, you cannot turn is off. Is there
2: audio to it or just the message? No, just a message.
3: Now... I think that's a big fail. And this is how you know that President Trump is not involved in this.
2: Because it doesn't have his name? It does
3: not have, no, it doesn't have his voice.
2: Think about it. Right, right. I mean, if if Trump planned this, it would say President Trump alert. Thank you. And it would have his photo or it would be either a video or him with a little photo with like a a thumbs up. Thumbs up. With his little chubby thumb up.
3: (laughs) By the way, why does he push his thumb forward and up? That's what? how you, That's,
2: that's is, how a president does it. That, oh, pres- oh, that's a got presidential. That's a presidential thumbs up. It, and it. that's also the white power sign. Uh, not the okay. A white power oh, sign. Oh, okay. And Trump would also have his voice going. Of
3: course.
2: This is a presidential alert. It is the most beautiful presidential alert ever. Come on. Come on. He would do that. Yes, he would. I can't wait for all the memes and jokes this afternoon about it
3: for well, sure I'm, this is what I'm doing I'm going to be because you know now you can record your phone video record whatever happened in your phone I'm going to have it up for the whole three minutes oh good deal minute before minute during and minute after just in case
2: I like it I like it alright cool sounds good I get the tweets in I'm told if there's any other thing you can have to do fun with that have fun with it. With a presidential alert? Yeah, I don't think so, but no. I'm hoping people come up with stuff. Yeah. I just want to see everybody that's triggered. Let them do the that's work. What I, right. That's you what I've That's what's do the
3: work. If you want
2: to see people triggered, maybe you suggest on Twitter <laughs> hashtag trigger a feminist. We're looking for them. Get them into us now.
1: The morning blaze with Doc Thompson.
0: The Blaze Radio Network.
2: Hi there, it's Doc Thompson. Thanks for listening to The Morning Blaze. When you have some time, there's another show that I think you should check out. It's the Glenn Beck Program. I think you're really going to like it. Look for it now wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Man, life can be difficult. I mean, a lot of times it feels like the world is just ripping apart at the seams and you can't take it anymore. Hi there, it's Doc Thompson. No matter what the world throws at us each day, anxiety, fear, confusion, we can still choose to overcome. Overcomer is the latest book from bestselling author David Jeremiah. Dr. Jeremiah reminds us we're not alone in this fight. God knows what we need. Overcomer is a personal yet practical book that offers a message of hope and strength for today. Overcomer, available everywhere right now.
0: The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson.
2: Right. it's doc thompson chris cruz if you would uh, please follow us it's at doc thompson show at real chris cruz and uh we'll get some more of the things that'll trigger people specifically hashtag trigger a feminist and there's a bunch of them coming in i really like the ladies though
3: oh yeah when the girls yes yes
2: the ones who are using because yes. they're the ones that's just it's not that you get a pass that you're a lady it just um <laughs> It's more powerful because it's, it it's not just guys bitching. This, no. is, this is not anti-women, anti-female. This is anti-crazy people. This is anti-leftist. Of course, I'm being redundant here. Anti-progressive because they're all the same. It means the same thing. Yes. Crazy, leftist, progressive. It's all the same of thing. Course. The ladies know that. In fact, I have even far more respect for the conservative women than I do for conservative guys. Because the cons- the women are targeted constantly more than men. Remember, old white Christian guys. That's done. the norm. They've written it off. We're the yep. bad, yep. right? Women, they're still coming at you going, hey, you know what? Aren't you a victim? It's like the <laughs> black folk who, who resist all this nonsense that are like, guys, this is crap. I'm a human being. I can make up my own mind. And I don't need a bunch of leftist crap to, you know, join your camp that I'm a victim. I would be so triggered if I was a minority and constantly had people telling me, oh, you can't, you need us, you're a victim. Look at the privilege other people have. I'd be like, I, I would re- rebuke that just because they said it. Yeah, absolutely. Just because you've set it up that way. Absolutely. So I really respect the ladies that, uh, that have the tweets when it comes to stuff like this, because it also shows you have a sense of humor, right? <laughs>
0: Celebrity Chef Patrick talks business and food trends with Doc Thompson
2: and the Always Hungry Morning Blaze crew. Chef Patrick, how are you, sir? Good. Good morning, Doc. How are you? Doing fine. Feeling a little bit triggered uh, because uh, (laughs) as we go down our list of food headlines, food biz pro-related headlines, gender-neutral dining... (laughs)
3: listen <laughs> that every
2: yeah Here, here's the thing uh much like going to a ball game or something that we don't need political issues <laughs> or any of this stuff gender neutral dining doesn't need to be a thing but as a business owner, operator, chef, this is something even you have to deal with. Regardless of how you feel about it, you
4: have to deal with it, right? You do. Uh, so there are there are some restaurants that are embracing this and making it kind of becoming advocates for this cause. And there are how restaurants... would it be
2: gender neutral? Are you talking just like bathrooms
4: where it's one sex? Or... That, yeah. Well, I no more lady ladies first. No more ladies being served first. No more taking the order from ladies first. Uh, oh, wait no wait no a more minute. saying ladies had... and gentlemen at the table. No okay, more saying I, sir or ma'am. I hadn't even thought about that. Mm-hmm. I. Yeah, if I'm
2: at dinner with my wife or whatever, I just wait for her to order. But I never thought about it. The waiters or waitress mm-hmm. have always, this was part of your your system, yeah. you turn to the ladies first. Usually, exactly. Mm-hmm. What is, eldest woman, then down yeah, oh, the well, other women, and
4: then... El- I'm sorry, yeah. Elvis Man last, right?
3: What is this yeah, restaurant? We, well, we, I mean,
4: a lot of so now. Now, what we do is we do it by seat number. So the the lady that's closest to the door is the woman whose order you take first. Okay. And then you go around the table, and that, that way it's easier for what? the server to remember. Okay. So then you you take all the women's order, ladies' orders, and then you go around taking. And, take and the no, ladies can't say "ladies and gentlemen." So what else is it? Yeah, so you can't. I mean, um, there's a lot of different things. You can't say "ladies and gentlemen." Um, you don't serve the ladies first. You don't take their drink orders first you so you ad- do you would i don't you even avoid- know how you address it i know i
2: was gonna say because if you're avoiding it, mm-hmm. it so i guess in their perfect world it would just be random somehow but if you say i'm not going to serve them first then that's still kind of making this wow yeah so so Guys, there's, a, there's a restaurant it's dinner <laughs>
4: right. i know well i mean well here's the thing if you're real, if you're if you identify as a, as a woman and you're dressed as a woman but you don't want to be called ma'am oh. what do we call you I, by I mean, the way, I've
2: had uh, waitresses um, object to being called "Ma'am," mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, I'm I'm only 22."
3: Yeah, I get that a lot. Okay, too. this is you this know, is the South. Eh? Ma'am,
2: this is what some of us were taught. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. It sounds like a congressional hearing. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, but I mean, a lot of especially people in the South. You talk to you know men that are 40, 45, or over
4: from the South. Mm-hmm.
2: And almost all of them will say yes, sir. Everybody's ma'am, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. That's what
4: you do. I'm the same way. I grew up in upstate New York. If I didn't say yes, sir, or yes, ma'am, um, I was basically slapped in the mouth. Yeah. Uh, I love you, Mom. You, you're a great parent. I just... But yeah, you got yeah. backhanded yeah, or whatever. This is, this is what you do. Well, you know, so uh, there's a restaurant called Tide House in Chicago that actually took this a step further. They didn't do it, but they actually debated whether or not to put a disclaimer on the bottom of the menu stating that they shall not call you by a gender-specific surname. Wow. And I yeah. feel...
2: Okay. I feel really bad for the restaurants or any business that has to deal with this nonsense. As I pointed out yesterday, a friend of mine says he was calling on um, a conservative gun safe client to try to sell, you know, advertising to. And the guy's like, I just you're, you're too conservative of a platform. And they're like, "He's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, in today's world, I just can't. Wow. I cannot alienate anybody. And he's like, but you still advertise on ones that are you know, lean to the left, like, you know, NBC type, not that one, but stuff like that. And he's like, yeah, I know, but that's okay. Ah, see, another bias there
4: if you're conservative, right? Because
2: it's not about the numbers of people that are willing to buy your pizza or gun safe or whatever. It's not about that when it comes to, well, it's about 50, 50, you know, 50% of the country feels this, whatever. It's about those that scream the loudest and control the narrative in the media or in social media. And if a conservative, if somebody advertises, a conservative client advertises on a liberal platform, Mm -hmm. then what happens? The conservatives only in extreme cases will boycott individually or official boycotts, which I'm not calling for. I don't agree with, but I'm saying they just don't. The only time when it's been really obvious about like the NRA, but that was a reaction to people Targeting the NRA for a boycott, so they were trying to balance the the scales. So it doesn't happen from people on the right. No, so no. So then it the doesn't. control of the only way to balance is it if the right did it, and then that sets up this huge horrible system.
4: Well, I mean, you have restaurants uh, are, are targeted all the time for serving conservative. Uh, political you know political uh office holders oh. and i don't understand that i mean this is a business that needs to serve everyone right right you can no longer even put no shoe no shirt no shoes no service for the most part you you're required to serve everyone um so how do you then if you're supposed to be open to all genders all to persuasions how do you not serve them and get away with it yet they're going to boycott you because you served someone who doesn't right. fit their political mold. And, then, I, and I don't understand. No, you're
2: much. absolutely right. And then there's the other problem of, and maybe not specific to this, mm-hmm. where we've seen you must do this or you can't do this. Mm-hmm. Well, what about people who identify as dot, dot, dot? Now, yeah, exactly. So then that's all a confusion, too. There's just no way to properly navigate it because their ideas are flawed. It. They conflict with one another. That's what ends up happening. Not to mention the fact that even if you could navigate those waters, this is all based on the concept that some people get offended. Mm -hmm. If we navigated all of those waters, how do we know that Chef Patrick making succotash today as the vegetable of the day isn't going to trigger somebody because of, succotash reminds me of Sylvester, and hey. Sylvester, a cat that looked like Sylvester once attacked me when I
4: was a kid. Let's face How it: as long know? as there's, there's no ochre, we're not going to offend anyone. And what is succotash, Patrick? Uh, it's is lima, it lima, lima beans, beans and corn, and uh, yeah, that, that's the two main ingredients. Okay. But yeah. I actually do. I, a do fan, I, actually, Chris. I actually do a summer succotash. I It's I actually do a summer succotash where it's all sautéed separately. It's red bell peppers, you know, just okra.
2: <laughs> Perhaps we just <laughs> move never mind. Yeah, next, you, next please. headlines. Papa John's. Did we talk about this, Chris, about the hyphen in the name? Uh, yes. Where Papa John's, they are in a world of crap right now. So the quick backstory before we get to the update from pa- Chef Patrick was. My head hurts just thinking about this. It really does. It's gotten crazy and it's fast. This will be a case study in business schools years to come Mm -hmm. and in uh, marketing classes and um, political correctness and all of this stuff. So as you may recall, Papa John, whatever his last name is, was going through this exercise as part of a publicity uh, company that was operating for their publicity and marketing That said, we've got to teach you what you can and can't say. And they put him through this exercise. And he uses the N-word. Not because he's like, hey, those N-words, let's keep them down, whatever. But even though it wasn't on tape, somebody overheard him and months later said he used the N-word in a meeting. Mm -hmm. He, to his credit, says, yeah, I did. There's more to the story. Doesn't matter. Political correct world goes nuts and he's forced to step down. He's forced out by the board. Now likely one of them leaked this in order to get him forced out. Of but course. this is what happened. Right. <clears throat> then he trying to get his name, company and money back from this company starts this anti Papa John's campaign. They say we've got to rebrand the company because it's too associated with this guy who used the N word. So as our big let's rebrand it, we will simply take the apostrophe <laughs> Off of the S. So it's not Papa John's showing it's, ownership. It's Papa John's. It's Papa John's plural. Plural, right, uh. exactly. So that's where we're at, and still the it continues, right? Oh, real quick. So Chris and I started, or did you and I know, I think well, Patrick and I noticed, all of the backlash on the social media sites for Papa John's mm-hmm. go through the tweets and the Facebook posts. Mm-hmm. All of the comments are racist Nazis. Mm-hmm. It's like this... What is it like? Three to one people screaming, "Horrible! You're mm-hmm. horrible, racist!" Right? Yeah, I mean,
4: I mean, so what happened to the opportunity to redeem yourself? I mean, he's not else, even there. No, I know he's he's not the CEO anymore. So he did do some shady things, though. Uh, they had to actually uh, request that he not have meetings about selling or merging the company with other companies anymore without their current CEO or CFO or another corporate <laughs> officer present. Um, I think I believe he had a meeting with Burger King. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, I think they got kind of desperate a couple of weeks ago. I think you and I both read the article where they actually gave an open call that they're accepting all bids to uh to merger and this is not
2: him because he was kind of doing that himself
4: he was doing he was he was shopping around seeing if he could salvage the brand or see what he could do because he still has a huge chunk of stock is he the majority shareholder i I I don't know if he's majority but he has the largest chunk of of stock it's it's significant
2: so so he does have some control over this stuff Mm -hmm. they are operating though so he says hey let's go ahead and see what we can come up with
4: here they are now openly you know, uh, hey. They're openly soliciting soliciting offers. What so if you want to own a really large pizza chain with about 1,200 <clears throat> locations, here you go. Yeah, they,
2: there's no easy way out for this. They have mm-hmm. spent millions upon millions of dollars in advertising and time and effort branding mm-hmm. this as something you could say Papa John's yep. and it would make money. It has a brand. It has value.
4: De- and it, but you're identifying it with a single individual because he was the core of their entire marketing yep. campaign for <laughs> two decades.
2: Wendy's too. Mm-hmm. And you had uh, Dave Thomas or whatever. Absolutely. So you've but, got
4: that. But you've got these But now brands. this is,
2: mm-hmm. is tainted so the, the brand, if you keep it because you've
4: built it up and it does still have some marquee value, mm-hmm. it also brings along racist. Well, I mean, well, this happens whether well, I don't think it's necessarily the individual that determines that. But when there are cultural changes like Sambos, we spoke about that. There's only oh, yeah. one left in the nation. You know, It was based on a character from a, you know, a book. Yes. Um, that but was, became yeah. culturally inappropriate. And, mm-hmm. you know, I understand that. But there I mean it, that we have this debate all the time about whether you should brand as an individual and use your name as the namesake of the, the brand. It's always tricky. It, it really is. I mean, because that's the easiest separate. way to identify, um, like Colonel Sanders. I mean, it's still an iconic brand. <clears throat> right, exactly. I mean, this is like um, when my Aunt Bessie had her
2: restaurant, Darkies. I mean, that it became unacceptable. You can't, uh, you can't do that anymore. So. Is that real? <clears throat> no, but that is a term she used to use. And she <laughs> was more liberal and thought she was helping. She oh, really she did. She's, she's like, helping. listen, you know, <laughs> you can't say those things. You just say the darkies. <laughs> and it was a blanket. It did not mean yeah. one. That was a darkie
3: with an IE or the Y?
2: I don't know. I never saw Ooh. it in print. She just, mm. it was more of a verbal thing oh. that I'd heard her say multiple okay. times. And she would, you know, you know, correct, hey, 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 please, please don't say that. <laughs> the darkies are, you know, and it would be like, it would mean anybody that's not white. Yes. It would, now we say uh, person of color. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, yeah. Hey, maybe we just move on, Patrick, or whatever. I think, yeah, whatever. yeah. And I'll give you another Follow headline. that Papa John
4: story. It's very interesting, though.
2: Yeah, it is. Co- oh, and it's, like you said, for years to come, it'll be a case study. Aussies, people from Australia, Australia, oh, like ditching beer in favor of low and no alcohol drinks. What is this crazy world coming Switching
4: to? Switching to weak beer. So they don't want
2: alcohol? Yeah, Australians, what's next? Okay. Are the well, Irish going to stop drinking? You have
4: nothing. I, I, I want <clears throat> to... You don't have anything in that country. You need the booze. (laughs) Well, I want to point out a fact here. The average person, the average national amount of alcohol consumed per person has fallen slightly from 41.6 gallons a year. That's 157.5 liters to 40.4 gallons. So about 1.2 gallons, 40 gallons of alcohol a year.
3: Is that in, in, Australia? in Australia?
4: Is that a lot? Is
2: that,
3: well, I don't, well, I need, well, for I some comparison. people,
4: I mean, I think for people in my industry, probably not. But on average, I mean, that's 40 gallons. That's, uh, that's a four gallons. How many ounces that's, a gallon? Uh,
2: 128. Uh, so 40 times 128, that's 5,120 ounces, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, divide by, by two
4: ounces of alcohol. Well,
2: divided if by 365. Or, yeah. That's 14 ounces a day.
3: Okay, now
4: that makes sense. That's not a lot is of
2: alcohol. Yeah, well,
4: <laughs> was that all alcohol? No, or that's was that all spirits? Al- that's alcohol by volume. That's all alcohol. Okay, so,
2: so that could even be beer. But mm-hmm. Chris, that's a beer every day, every single day, or seven beers on a Friday. So okay. But I'd, I'd be curious about spirits because spirits are a little more. If you're telling me a lot of that spirits, I still mm-hmm. feel
3: like that's not a lot.
2: Are you well, dr- are you drinking the equivalent of seven beers every weekend, or uh, more?
4: But, yeah, Chris isn't a huge drinker anyway, right? No. Well, for me, you? I could probably say no. yes to that that question Did you ever get to that hesitation. point? Of seven
2: beers? Yeah. Uh, I mean, in school, when I was back partying in my Brett Kavanaugh days... <laughs> you, <laughs> oh, my God, funny. this would, is
3: great. You Brett Kavanaugh... That has to be a thing. Right. My Brett Kavanaugh days...
2: Right. Back know. in the Brett Kavanaugh days, I was... Uh, I mean, I would go and drink a hell of a lot more than seven on a weekend, but... We couldn't always acquire it. I, I didn't know you and went um, to a
4: bougie uh, DC prep school. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a not so bougie public school in Astabula.
3: You would think uh, I'm sorry. The bougie is less alcohol. The less bougie is where you get the more alcohol. Right, right.
4: Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean that, that it's, it is a beverage trend. Dur- okay, so during beach week, yes.
2: <laughs> okay, I had yes, I had a lot of, be- but it wasn't every weekend. Okay, um, I don't think it was ever up to forty. I mean, mm-hmm. I wanted it to be forty and more, but mm. you know. And we're talking 40 gallons, not, not... Not the 40s. Not 240s of OE, because uh, I had those once What's in a while, What's wrong with old too. English, man?
4: No, not that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You get 240s I, I, of I, I OE know, I know and, and a pack of Salem. Maybe two, cool. Two six-packs of malt duck. Yeah. I
3: wish I could, like, chip in, because I don't know anything about smokes. So
2: You know smokes? No. Cool. Salem. Two-pack of... Uh, and a, you know, 240s of OE. All I know is a Marlboro you good to go Reds. for the week, man, weekend, man, or at least the night. Yeah.
4: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You got the Colt, <laughs> Colt Doesn't Malt Liquor. Ooh. Colt 45. That's right. Colt 45, Ooh. man. Yeah, Schlitz Malt Liquor. That's Remember right. the, Schlitz malt, the Schlitz Malt Liquor Bowl? Yeah. yeah. No. Strohs. Uh-huh. Remember Labatt's? Labatt's. Oh, yeah. Schaefer. Schaefer. Are these all malt liquors? Well, these are just beers that are gone by. They're, oh, they're okay. Gone got by it. the wayside. Yeah. <clears throat> Schaefer. The only
3: one I know is PBR.
4: That's it. It's still around. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a big college kid drink now.
2: Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder, have those, all those been replaced with other low-end beers? Probably. All the ones we mentioned? Well, Black Label, mm-hmm. I know,
4: is gone from uh, the Canadian beer you can buy for like 89 cents. Like uh, six nice. How about Old Milwaukee? Is that still around? Milwaukee's uh, best. You know, Old Milwaukee, I think, might still be around. I
2: think it is. By the way, uh, Old Milwaukee wasn't just a uh, marketing... Mm-hmm. It was actually beer left around from old Milwaukee. They just found it in old <laughs> barrels that were there. It's,
4: that's, uh, <laughs> it was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: wasn't, wasn't really uh, top shelf. Yeah. It, wasn't, <laughs> very, it, it wasn't very bougie. <laughs> uh, a little bit more from Chef Patrick Mosier coming up in a If you want to find out uh, more about him, it's at FoodBizPro on the Twitter or FoodBizPro.com or his new platform, Spoony.com. Check it out right now
0: speak your mind 888-900-3393 this is the morning blaze with doc thompson part of generation blaze on the blaze radio network Cultural appropriation? Yes, please! This is The Morning Blaze.
2: all righty. uh, Moving on. (laughs) Chet Patrick Motion in the studio. (laughs) If you want to find out more about him, go to uh, Spoonie.com or FoodBizPro.com. All right, uh, moving on. Some additional headlines. This one I found really, really interesting. Um, A grocery store worker admits to eating $9,000 Nine thousand dollars worth of deli meat. Done that. Nine thousand. Nine thousand dollars worth over eight years. Absol- <laughs> so eight years. Eight oh, eating
3: eat too much. Absolutely. My dad used to own a bakery, and mm-hmm. I was the slicer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's like one for you, three for me. Especially if that's like a nice cut of <laughs> ham. Oh.
4: So, so oh. in, in, in the retail, in the the grocery and and uh, food service industry, we would call this shrinkage, right? Anytime that you have product that disappears, you don't know where it went. No cow. Just, just so you cheese. know, that's not shrinkage. <laughs> that's not shrinkage, yeah. that's no, just cold water. Cold that's, that's not
2: shrinkage. Shrinkage is <laughs> Seinfeld. Seinfeld. You know, <laughs> Thank that's a, you.
4: He just got out of the
3: pool. Right. Okay. The like industry turn.
4: Sorry,
3: I Shrinked. just got out of the pool.
4: Uh, just got out of the why pool. Why do I feel like I'm the principal when I'm in? When I'm junior high. <laughs> That's your role here.
2: Uh, uh, straight. So man. just shrink it like loss.
4: Yes, and so uh, when when people are actually walking around a restaurant or through a through a um, uh, the retail establishment eating, and you're a staff member, it's called grazing. So grazing accounts. Like no, out. seriously, it's about there's about a three percent loss of product in restaurants due to grazing. It's ridiculous. Mm. People don't think about it you, you know you walk down the the aisle and you have a or down the, the the cooking line you eat an olive or you eat a tomato or you eat a you know a slice of this grape. or a slice of that a piece of cheese But it adds up quickly It really does if you have you know 30 to 80 employees in a restaurant um, and each one eats a dollar worth of food a day and that so put adds this up, in it's a perspective. crazy
2: you divide uh, the $9,000 okay. by eight years, mm-hmm. and then divide that by uh, the number of days you days, would work in a year. Yeah. 261 weekdays, mm-hmm. but you got some days off for yes. holidays and whatever. So say 245 days. Okay.
4: That's $4.60 yeah.
2: a day well, she, yeah. that they end up spending- For one while person. For one person, right? And yeah. she,
4: Well, she was only eating, uh, like th- what'd she have, uh, some- she was helping herself to oh deli ham for years and yes. some yeah. occasionally some salami or something like that. Oh, so was was that? She, she was, was only eating, th- eating that on site though. She was eating three to five slices of ham nearly yes. every day over eight years. Mm-hmm. So I don't even. Yeah, I mean that, that's almost five dollars with a ham. I mean, what is what is a pound of decent
2: uh, like uh, ham or? It's, or, it's, it's about cheap.
4: It's like seven yeah, eight four, dollars. It's yeah, dollars yeah. If eight you don't dollars, get it on yeah. sale, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: and you get something on sale,
4: so she's eating. A half a half. pound of meat every yeah, day. Yeah, I mean, think about how bit how large the ham is, right? And then you you get a sli- one My slice. My ham of that. or the average ham? Uh-huh.
0: How large is your ham?
4: Big ass ham. <laughs>
2: <laughs> big ass canned ham. Remember
4: that? <laughs> 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 old Dave Letterman. Back um, in
2: the but yeah, that's that's a answer. lot of money. And you think now, about eight years, right, so that's a, over thousand dollars a year of everybody just a tomato here or whatever. How <laughs> that can add up? One of the airlines back when they used to serve, you know, food, this Real is like meal. 15 years ago and whatever. <laughs> one of the uh, CEOs said, and it may have been continental at the time, they said, we are going to remove one cherry tomato off of the salads that we do. And they had like three or four in there. Mm-hmm. They will remove one of them. And that one mm-hmm. cherry tomato off of yep. the salads added up to over six figures a year. It's crazy. It was like $150,000
4: mm-hmm. a year. Yep. I so know now I... you pull off one slice of cucumber, you get one instead uh, of two. By the
3: way, if you go to McDonald's... They say you're supposed to get three slices of bacon on your sandwiches. Not if you go to uh I to don't Orlando. say which one. Don't say yeah, which ones. You go half of one.
2: There you go. You got three of them right there, baby. <laughs> three of them.
3: Three of them. Make
2: that one slice. Hey, would get you, the big slices. Oh, would you three. like six of them? Snap, oh. snap, snap. <laughs> hey, how many slices do you want? There. Ten? Oh. Crunch, crunch. There Here we you go. go. That's right. You've got thousands of (laughs) mini little sizes. (laughs) Chop, (laughs) chop, 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 chop. One bacon could go a long way, trust me. (laughs) You need a food consultant. Contact uh, Chef Patrick Mosier at foodbizpro.com or spoonies.com. Thank you.
0: The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of the next generation of talk radio. This is the Blaze Radio Network.
1: The collision of common sense and comedy this is the morning Blaze with doc thompson all right
2: it's working trigger a feminist hashtag trigger a feminist all we need is one more solid push right now and then we go big with it then you get the <laughs> feminists out there that are going to try to take this thing back so one more big push Uh, Miles, hashtag trigger a feminist is easy. Just be a man. (laughs) A man or someone who identifies as a man. I think either one you're covered, right? Yes, you are. Yes. So get them in. Hashtag trigger a feminist.
3: Uh, Linda saying, tell her it's a gift to be a mother.
2: Oh, there it is. You know what, Linda? That is going to get you a retweet. Uh, EJ saying,
3: uh, do you want to start a business for yourself? Are you gonna say? Are you gonna sell Avon or run a daycare? I <laughs> will go for it. what's the other? One? Mary, Kate? Mary Kay. Mary Kay. Mary uh, Kay. You gonna do uh, Tupperware? Uh, I just want to go. You know, down the list. Down the list. Topperware, there.
2: Yes. Here's one. Uh, Eric. <laughs> Eric likes beer, and I always have. That's his title. Uh, ready for this one? Do I'm you see
3: ready. Uh, oh yes. The I word do
2: female doesn't even exist without male. Oh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the fact that this hashtag is trending should do the trick. I'm going to sit back and enjoy the show. Is it, Chris? Can we see if it's trending
3: yet? Uh, not yet. It is not yet. It's close. It's close. It's close.
2: Uh, Jack's back
3: hole saying, shh, quiet. I'm watching a strong male figure beat the villain in this movie. Are my sandwiches done?
2: Are my sandwiches done? <laughs> mm-hmm. Trigger a female from uh, Keith Silver, Sliver, Keith Sliver. Looking at your cable bill and saying, those bastards are raping me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> raping you. You don't know what rape is. Halibut 96 saying, hashtag trigger a feminist, 20 bucks in this downtown.
2: How about this? this is, I'm just spitballing to <laughs> I see mean, done. This is just a spitball in here off the top of my head. How about something like, you know that Brett Kavanaugh is a good looking man? Ooh. Or any woman would be proud, should be, consider herself lucky to be with Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, Something like that? Yes. I like that. I like that. I think we're on to something there. Mm. Uh, Massachusetts Redneck
3: saying, watch them change a flat tire.
2: (laughs) Take one on a date and offer to pay for the most expensive hay she can eat. Tell them to relax. That was from Kathy in the Berg. Um, I, I would use uh, the term shrill if you can work that Ooh, in. Yeah. Um, something like um, hysterical. <laughs> you want to work that in?
3: Uh, Pedro saying, hey, sweetie, if I were you, I'll skip dessert.
2: If I were you, I'm just saying, you know, maybe a makeover. Actually, I was just... Skip lunch and dinner. Get that in. That's going to mm. be good for just you. just go
3: into the you know the liquid diet.
2: I'm thinking about something about Doctor Ford being hysterical. If you oh could a do, lot of
3: people are doing that. If one. If
2: you could do hysterical, I wish there was a hashtag like hysterical Ford or whatever. <laughs> why are they? Why? Why is she so emotional? Uh, something like that. That would be real solid. Anyways, get it in. Uh, sorry. <laughs> trigger a feminist. Which, by the way, I just realized <laughs> this tricky. bell is a constant trigger trigger for feminists.
3: Yes, it is. Watch this true trip for everybody, but mainly. Feminists.
2: No, it's pretty much just um, feminists, leftists, and HR. Yes, absolutely. Which may be redundant as well. Even but though, I don't know.
3: I'm Even though it says curious. let freedom ring,
2: it's a bevin' bell. I know. I got this when he ran for Senate and lost. Oh. Not when he ran for governor and won. Yes. All right. Saw a headline, and this was the Huffington Post Vandalism or Vigils? Vegans are divided on how to get people to quit meat. Think about this a minute. So listen to the, the whole mm-hmm. premise of this. Mm-hmm. Vandalism or vigils. Vegans are divided over how to get people to quit meat. Okay. Now, I was fascinated that this is a discussion they're having, first of all. They're trying to get people to quit meat. So they're saying vandalism or vigils. And, and those are broad terms but they mean are you an activist to the point that you're willing to commit crimes yeah. Yeah. E, or even if it's just civil unrest but to the point that it could be crimes and vandalize and hurt things and people and violence or is it like with other things is it the peaceful protest the vigils but this is specifically targeted vegans mm-hmm. and remember how do you spot a vegan don't worry they'll tell you um but they're missing something huge here It's not your job, Mm -mm. responsibility, or even right to get me to quit meat. No, absolutely not. It is, however, your right, job, privilege, to quit meat if you choose. That's what they're missing in this article overall. Mm-hmm. So they went on this whole rant. Uh, butchers in France called for police protection after six people were arrested following incidents of vandalisms, uh, a vandalism of shops selling meat and dairy products in the UK. It's gotten that bad in other parts of the world.
4: Well, do you, Whole Foods sued a vegan group uh, to end their in-store pro, uh, protest because they're hindering their business. The people can't get to the registers. Right. Mm-hmm. This
2: shows these people, they're not about, as much as they say, You know, make decisions, you get to decide for yourself. Otherwise, they would have when it came to other things that, like gay marriage. Mm -hmm. Gay marriage, I don't care. My libertarian values are, you live your life and I'll stand up for those freedoms. It was not about, hey, let's stop telling people no and you can't. It's about, we must get this endorsed. It's about control here. Um, This is a real problem. Vandalism is wrong. It's illegal. It's a crime. You should not do it. Vigils are really kind of immoral if your headline is how to get people to quit meat. That is your opinion and your decision.
4: This is something you're trying for. Leave me alone. But I understand the right to want to express that you have this express, opinion. yes. But the thing is to not be able to tolerate that someone disagrees with you. That's the issue that I have. Right. Move on. Be- because it's comp- – I mean, that talk about tolerance. That's completely intolerant to not say, look, you have a different opinion. I'm still going to try to convince you. But at the end of the day, if you disagree, I understand that. I'm still going to say, you know, please don't. Here's my opinion. But, I mean, it just – it. they can't accept the fact – I don't care which, I mean, what the topic is. They can't accept the fact that you have a different opinion and that you don't have the same philosophy.
2: Right, and if the argument is, well, you've got to understand, meat is murder is what they say because Mm -hmm. they put animals on this level. And they're saying people are murdering. So this is not just, Patrick, you're right to smoke pot. This is the argument that Mm -hmm. that the extremists would make. It's not like smoking pot, Doc. It's not that or being with somebody gay. This is murder. They're taking lives for this, so it's not enough to say you live your life because you're murdered. Okay, great. I have that philosophy about a philosophy about something. It's okay. called abortion, mm. but I don't get the same consideration here. You see what I'm saying? Now, if they were to try to hold me to the standard and say, "Ah, you're being a hypocrite," <clears throat> you have that when it comes to um, abortion, but not when it comes to you know meat and animals. That's because I think human beings um, rule. I think we were put on this earth to, to rule the planet. I mean, this is who we are. We're at the top of the food chain. That's fine. So I don't see killing an animal as murder. I don't see that. Killing a human being, I do. But even within that, I'm not the one out there in front of abortion clinics screaming at you, putting up signs. Not that if you do, you shouldn't. That's your right and your decision. I'm not out there. I will talk about it. I will tell people the hypocrisies if you ask my opinion. I'm not out there actively campaigning, trying to get an individual woman not to have an abortion. I'm expressing my opinion, and I will vote for laws that reflect my opinion. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the difference. They're standing in restaurants, getting in people's faces. They're they're vandalizing. Or in the tamest cases, they're holding vigils
4: and telling me not to eat. That's not what you should be doing. And that's where we're lost on I think thing. we all just need to be fruitarians, you know. Unless it falls off the vine of its own free will, it's murder. <laughs> is that, what's that? Fruitarian? 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 Yeah. <laughs> Are you telling me these carrots have, in fact, been murdered?
2: That's yes. How do we know? It's a
4: line from Notting Hill. Is that what it is? <laughs> the movie Notting She's Hill? She's a fruitarian. If it doesn't fall off the vine by itself, you can't eat it. Have you seen Notting Hill? It's worth it, actually. It's no. a, you should watch out with your with your wife. Mm. A you're name. you're a
2: male, right? Yes. Okay, that's probably why you haven't seen it.
4: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shut
3: up,
2: Patrick. <laughs> oh, that one got Sarah's attention. Sarah was like, "Whoa, <coughs> legit." Chad Patrick, did you? Is is that Hugh Grant? Is that yeah, that is? Hugh Grant and Julia Roberts. Of
4: course, he knows.
2: Wow, and Julia Roberts uh, too. I know. um Did you see this?
4: I travel a lot. Did you know, see this with a woman? Night movies? <laughs> I'm no. sure I did. Okay, no, that's your cup. no,
3: he didn't. Yeah. He did not. He did not. He just pulled a Ford on us. He absolutely pulled a Ford on us. He's got some us. gaps in his memory. He does. It may have been during b yes, I am getting older. I am getting older. Were uh, you Brett Kavanaugh also? That?
2: Did you have some comment about Notting Hill Kirk Jones? It sounded like you... Uh... I've never seen it. Good. Uh, that's uh, good. And I was
3: when I asked Sarah in the studio if she'd seen it. She goes, it's a chick flick.
2: Yes. Okay, there it is.
3: Of course. That's why she was hey. smiling when she was like... In it's attention.
2: a funny movie. Now, if there was a hot chick in it in a chick flick, you get a kind of a pass. There's here's how was you get it? passes for chick. No, it's Julia Roberts. She wasn't how hot. When was she this? was younger. How she like, was like yeah. Yeah, huh? yeah it's, how, how, it's like 20 years ago. Yeah,
3: she must have been. Mm.
2: Just, I personally never thought she was hot. She trust was like me. Mm. We don't.
3: Me and you never align. It's class. not true. That is completely. 100% no, we true. have had
2: jigs that we've agreed with are hot until you start busting out Megan McCain and well, stuff. of
3: course she's hot. Just leave her just Oh, leave that's her so home.
2: disturbing. Like, I just get that. Like, when you go down a big hill real quick in the car that that's my stomach dropped.
3: That is a good feeling.
2: Yeah, and you also like Megan McCain. Yes. No, <clears throat> oh, that's not good at all. It's like a ride that spins and just keep going okay. or whatever. Yeah, Julie Rob. Those are your passes for movies. If you are, uh, because of your relationship, required to go to the movie mm-hmm.
3: oh got it got it got it yes hey
2: yes. she picks i pick whatever uh or you go because of the relationship and you're trying to make up for something you did wrong <laughs> Get out. But, i'm sure that was the case okay so yeah. all doghouse stuff number one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um or if there's hot chicks in it mm. <clears throat> right mm. like like bring it on oh right <laughs> elijah deuce coo whatever was that
3: american girl is, is that a movie
2: i don't know that one uh, And then who's the uh, American sweetheart who's a black chick in uh, in in Bring It On. Yes. 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 But her name is. Yes. They were cute in there. Yes, they were. Now, there may be some sort of addendum like captive audience addendum to seeing chick flicks, too. And that is um let's say you're at uh, i'm just spitballing here you're over the
4: house somebody's mm. house for thanksgiving there's no route to avoidance basically you're stuck right
2: you're you're stuck oh, got in it, the house got it, got where it.
4: somebody else is yeah like your daughter's got a sleepover and you know, there's 15 girls watching this movie you're in the kitchen, kitchen cooking and making popcorn and you're and, right, right and yeah you're,
2: yeah exactly so something like that i'll give yeah, you, you look over your shoulder a and catch a
4: couple scenes that's yeah. okay
2: <clears throat> so there you go all right uh Police in Georgia are on the lookout for the hotel breakfast bandit.
3: Oh, did you see that?
2: Yeah. Oh, this is this, this is, is a guy who was sneaking in this to the me. little, uh, this, this is the, the hotels, right? Where you yes. get the free, yes. free breakfast. The continental mm-hmm. breakfast. The continental yeah. breakfast. And yes. he's just going in there and eating. Come on. Tell me you have
3: not thought about that.
2: I and have thought about this it. every single time I've gotten the free breakfast. What do you mean not thought about it? Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Uh, Well, two things. Number one, so first of all, the guy's been going, this is Dalton, Georgia, going into the place. um, They report he's a Caucasian male with a thick, dark beard and wearing a ball cap. He waltzed into a Holiday Inn Express without checking in the morning on the 25th of August. Uh, they said he began freeloading spree with a stop at the breakfast bar. Well, duh. Uh, they said it's unclear whether he indulged in waffles, breakfast sausage, instant uh, scrambled <laughs> eggs, or what specifically. <laughs> <He> However, <laughs> but he did They eat know he took something. There. He did. They don't know did. why he took it. He struck the next day at the Quality Inn next door. This time oh, he snuck into a hotel room Ooh. that was being cleaned and then uh, uh, stuck around, they said, for over an hour. Oh, he returned good. the no. following day mm. and... Uh,
4: ate breakfast again. So this has been going on. So So he's doing a little bit more. Did did you catch the one phrase in there, the instant... Scrambled eggs. eggs? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was the thing that stood out to me. No. I, the I'll, fact that they said that specifically.
2: Right. Well, and I was at a hotel recently with one of the free breakfasts, and they had the, what are you doing instant scrambled eggs, guys? Scrambled no. eggs are not hard, and those no, instant ones are horrible. And you just, they just taste buy them in the green. container now. You don't have
4: to They're already mixed. Just pour and it and in, yes. and they're great.
2: Jeez, how hard is this? It is not very difficult. They've got machines that make their own pancakes, pancakes. for you, and you yes. can't use regular on, eggs. They're awesome. Jeez.
3: Come on! No, no, that is that is a topic. Am right I right? There. Mm-hmm. If you have a machine that can make you pancakes, you cannot get a stupid real egg. A real egg. That's what real, I'm saying. A real am egg. A real egg. Absolutely I don't know why this nonsense. is difficult.
4: <laughs> they're gonna trust us to make waffles, but their employees not to make scrambled eggs. Thank you. <laughs> Just saying. That's like another you said, one. That's a mm-hmm. good one. You're right.
2: Too. They do have the containers of of eggs that are already even mixed, and you mm-hmm. pour them in there. Yeah. Like the eggs beater, the whole one, and it's it. You pour. Add heat. That's all you have to do. Add heat and yep. mix yep. them up a little bit. Anyway, so the guy's going in time time. Now, Chris, to your point, yes, I have thought about this every single time I've had one of these free breakfasts that comes with the hotel. Yeah. And I think the door's right there. So yeah. Walk in and they're not paying attention. No, they're I'm not. So if I was homeless
4: or just really hungry and cheap. Mm-hmm. Why not just pop in? Absolutely. I will admit to going to a meeting at a hotel where there was a continental breakfast and the guest that I was meeting was staying there. We were doing a little interview and I ate. That's a pass. I have done that and That's I'll a tell pass. you why. See, if I'm on the other side of that as the chef or the owner of the hotel, I'd be pissed. But I didn't think about it at the time. I just ate. Here's why I think you get a little into a gray area
2: there. That is a gray area, I think. You, let's say you're meeting somebody. And I've met like my parents or other people or mom staying in yeah, a hotel or something like this. And you yep. have breakfast with them. Here's the pass. I would have been legally allowed to stay in that hotel room that night with her. Right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I know that is a gray area. I'm admitting that. And you may say, Doc, this is just gray and you're wrong in this. And I'll give you that. I'm, I'm admitting it freely that that was my justification for it. Um, if I wouldn't have been able to stay, then there's my line in the sand.
3: Okay, I will give you that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I'm not just
2: going. I'm not just showing up and no, going. Well, either. there's a guy. He was one to a room. He could, uh, have, he had he could have had me over. He could have me over. Yeah, this is somebody. I was an invited guest of one of their one of their customers. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, and we agree. had breakfast. There it is.
3: Especially if that person that stayed there did not eat. Yeah, a lot of times he's things. been sitting there. For, you know, he's he or she's been staying there mm-hmm. for like a weekend. Them not eating at all. Come on, you got to make it even now.
2: No. Which is worse, the person that shows up like that as a guest of somebody staying there, okay. and uh, you happen to have you know a little bit of yeah. breakfast there, or the person who's staying there saying, "And I'm going to take these 17 yogurts <laughs> and 14 cartons <laughs> of milk all back to the room and pack mm-hmm. them. And, that's and, worse. And three bananas for the road trip. That's or, or that's our lunch and dinner today. That's we'll our come lunch. back for the free right. breakfast tomorrow morning.
3: Yes, that is that is much mm. worse.
2: Which my mom is guilty of. So I knew you were speaking from I'm experience. Com-
3: I absolutely it was. I was like, either bring me he four did more this. yogurts
2: when you go down there. <laughs> you already have three. How much yogurt are you gonna have? I want it for later in the car. <laughs> in the car. The drive back. In the, the car. <laughs> By
3: the way, uh, on the road yogurt is delicious. <laughs> yogurt road. Road yeah. yogurt. See, I didn't want to say it like that.
2: So I may have a friend whose name. Maybe Matt,
3: because it's Matt,
2: because it is Matt who uh would travel um to like d c or mm-hmm. up to New York or mm-hmm. whatever, and while traveling there he would park in one of those parking rides so park oh, his car, the yes, on the yes, train yes, yes, or whatever, yes, yes, yes. and if there are hotels right there, uh oh, he just pop in and get a little breakfast before I got on the train. Makes is this sense? Matt
4: that I may know the name of yes, <laughs> you did that we had a phone call with
2: yesterday uh, <laughs>
4: <laughs> See, this is that mat that is shady, that, and I no, love. No, that's good. I'm gonna file that
3: away for future use. Oh yeah. By the, years way, the road, I've learned a lot from mm-hmm. this Matt Oh, he's I've <laughs> used some tricks of him. And I'm like, I'm gonna he use this. He is world class. I'm with like, this stuff. okay, I, I, I know somebody's on it. Oh my god, it works! It and does. it's Now part of he my is world class.
2: I holy crud! Uh. There's my book, my friend Matt, and other ways to scam. Yeah, it's a how-to Some, to book. It's a how-to book. How-to no, for dummies. He would dummy, and he just he gets right off. Oh, he would park. It's in a the, how-to for the novice. I forgot. Scammer. He would park in their hotel, too. He would well, park in the sense. parking lot, that makes sense. so he wouldn't have to do the the pay to park thing or whatever. And then I've
4: done that when I travel; I'll t- I'll stay, I'll yep. park my car at the hotel I'm staying at, and then t- or next door, and take the shuttle for the free shuttle over, and then come back a week later. Right? And pick no, car. but this
2: is one he would take the free shuttle. That's what it was. He would take the like traveling to the airport and stuff. He would park in the hotel, take their free shuttle, but not be staying in the room. And if you're only there a day or so, they're not mm. paying attention they're anyway. Paying attention, no. And he would get the free breakfast. So he parks in there, goes in and gets a little free breakfast, and he goes, and if you have a jacket on and a tie, they're not saying anything to you. Nah. Mm.
3: No, absolutely
2: not. Meanwhile, the guy who's actually staying there that's wearing a hoodie. Yes. Up against the wall, <laughs> slime bag. And Matt's like. You took three pieces of bacon. You're right, going to lay up right, two. exactly. Right, do Matt's it. like, uh, pardon me. I'm trying uh, to get breakfast here in my jacket. Breakfast.
4: Yes. You almost spilled my like, coffee syrup. <laughs> right.
3: Matt dresses up very nice. He does. So nobody's going to question they him. don't exactly. Absolutely not. He's always dressed up to like a gala every time I see every him. Every time I see him. So he will not get quiet. Yeah, All right, let me get a break in here.
2: Back in a bit with more on this.
0: The Morning Blaze. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network.
4: Glenn Beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward and to make fun of the people standing in the way. He might not be able to save the country, but at least we can all go down laughing. Glenn Beck Live, the Addicted to Outrage Tour. On tour this fall.
0: The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson.
2: All right, I've got my book. Oh, yeah, that's a good book. That's it. He's, uh, he's all about the scams. I right, get the tweets in with the hashtag, what I learned today. i going to remind you about Patriot Mobile's awesome deals. Patriot Mobile always has great deals for you. Patriot Mobile, as you know, is a company that's out there fighting for your rights and candidates and things you believe in each and every day. This is who they are. This is what they do. They're an awesome company filled with good people, great customer service, and unprecedented nationwide coverage. Yeah. I say that because the coverage gets better every day. Every day, these cell phone companies all work on better coverage. Yes. Same. Autumn share towers and stuff like this. They and all it just gets better towers. and better. The worst coverage today is far better than the best coverage 10 years ago or whatever. Absolutely. It's not even close. Absolutely. So they're always getting better. Plus, Patriot Mobile has amazing coverage to begin with. So you've got a great company that's providing you the service that you're looking for, that's doing your bidding when it comes to your conservative libertarian values, but they also have great prices. Unlimited talk, text, and data plans start at $20, and you can get an iPhone or an Android, whatever that, whatever is, that is, for about $4. There's your, for some of the models, you start at 4 bucks a month.
3: Come on, man. That's amazing. How much are you paying for your cell phone right now? <clears throat> it is not $4. to that... For a million bucks, it is not $4 a month you're paying for your No,
2: phone. no, no, because I bought mine. Yes, you did. Yeah, I bought mine for yes. whatever it was. I don't even remember, $900 Whoa, or 800 that is. whatever it was. I think that is was.
3: more than $4, Doc Thompson.
2: It is. I can't remember exact price. It was the better part of 1000 yes. That's what they are now. Absolutely. Mine is the 8? Is that what yes, I got? Yes, you have the 8. Yeah. I have the iPhone 8. So, yeah. so But you, if you already have a phone that you already bought, you can bring like it me, over. stupidly, you <laughs> could bring it over to Patriot Mobile. That's what... A lot of people do you just take your phone right over there and of course you can keep your number, keep your number. and all that stuff now too patriotmobilecom slash doc is the web address PatriotMobile.com slash doc go there today or you of course you can call 800 a patriot now here's the best time to do it. you're trapped in your car anyways on your way to work just dial them up baby 800 a patriot how long's your commute think the average commute in america 20? is 21 minutes Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, this is going to take you about 10.
3: It literally took us. It took me 10. It took you less because you already had it all set. I like like yep. a stupid, did not follow the rules. You follow the rules. I think yours Done. was like eight minutes. It's we fast. timed it. It's fast. Mine was 10 minutes because yep. I did not know my stupid IMDB number for my SIM card.
2: Right. That was it. But that's with the SIM card times, yes. too, which yeah. you don't have to worry about now. But they'll walk through the whole thing and make it easy. Uh, your commute's 20 minutes, half hour. You're going to be covered. Get in the car. Dial them up today. 800 A Patriot. If you prefer to do it via the website, it's patriotmobile.com slash doc. Remember, if you call them up or use online... Tell Doc sent you. You got to tell them, Doc. Use the use the promo code doc even when you call 800 A Patriot Because if they have any other dis- discounts that we have missed... <laughs> you're trust me
3: well, if you say hey doc send
2: me it goes <laughs> anybody on this hey. platform go ahead when you're ordering something and says promo code just go ahead and DLC. try Do- doc it's yeah. and if that doesn't you're like let me go ahead and put blaze in yes or absolutely. radio and some you try them all absolutely and by the <laughs> you way you never know
3: you your tra- your call will be like su- oh, it's uh, the customer service is fantastic.
2: 800 a patriot. Call them up on your way to work today and switch over. Uh Pedro tweeting out what I learned oh, today. Real, I'm sorry. Real quick, can okay. I read some? Yeah. Patriot Mobile is likely in for a little thing that I came up with that is going to be a massive help for veterans. Anyway,
3: I just got good news for you. What's up? Effective right now. I'm going to read this tweet. Woohoo! Hashtag Trigger Feminist is trending thanks to Doc Thompson and Real Chris Cruz.
2: Okay, retweet that even. Retweet that. Good deal. Awesome. So Nicely well done. done, Jack Holes. Nicely done. Well done. Okay. Uh, you now, got, you need a couple more. Get you a do. couple of your friends and yes. co workers to do this. Yes. And this is where the feminists get on board. And then you can sit back and watch, and the, watch, the, show. watch the fun. Because watch it's going to be great. For example,
3: you got Malcolm saying, Trigger a feminist, open the door for her. <laughs>
2: how you doing there little lady <laughs> let me get this oh, door for that's you that's the cherry on top that's go. the cherry on top right hey, here you do a little door for you what you got in there in that bag some <laughs> sandwiches did you make that for your man or some of the co-workers or did you make it for your boss <laughs>
3: <laughs> Chris tweeting now. hashtag trigger feminist woman in combat is the kitchen under attack?
2: <laughs> you got to cut them sandwiches or they attacked
3: and cut them right in half. The
0: Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Doc Thompson does hold a record for something. The most career firings in a lifetime. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. <laughs> for now. All
2: right. Um, yeah, we got it trending now too, officially. We do, so yes. Put that it is official.
3: Yes. Uh, it's official. And by the way, there's some good ones that are not listeners from ours. Good. Like for sending to we Uh a couple of them. It uh, says, uh, hashtag Feminist, honey, sweetie. Is it that time again?
2: All of those are going to be gold, all of them. I like the clever ways around that, though. Yes, where it's not yes. obvious. It's not
3: as. Uh, yes, absolutely. Although
2: being obvious could be fun too. That's kind of triggering too. By the way, one of them was a picture of uh,
3: Kaya Jones and a fat chick next to it. The comparison, nice,
2: nice. trigger a feminist. Yeah, that was. I, I like uh, maybe just the picture of Trump. How you doing, sweetheart? You're the most beautiful. With a thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs that type up. of thing. Yeah. All right, uh, get him in. That's, uh, again hashtag trigger a feminist, and we'll still use hashtag what I learned yes, today yes, for the uh, yes, show yes, close as well today. <laughs> what, did you, did you just, <laughs> what? What, what, what? <laughs> do you have?
3: Timothy saying hashtag trigger feminists stand up. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on, uh, stand up when they enter the room and pull the chair for them.
2: <laughs> How you doing? Let me get that. You look a little frail. <laughs> TACPAC.com is waiting for you to sign up for your tactical what package. Are you the for? monthly subscription package. Come it's TACPAC.com. T-A-C, Tac is in Tactical. Yes. Pack as in package, it's tackpack.com. The monthly subscription package, it's only $49.95 per month. No contract, you can cancel at any time so you don't have to worry about signing up for something that's gonna keep you on the hook for a year or whatever. Forty nine ninety five. the value is always a minimum of $100, usually between $100 and 150 but occasionally it even goes over. We've seen into the hundreds of dollars and they're always trying to top themselves And come
3: on, if you don't like whatever you got, guess what? You could go out there and sell it to your friend. You're right. I mean, that's. And then, by the way, this is a stupid from the company.
2: It oh my tells gosh. you
3: how much they bought it for.
2: Oh my gosh, Chris. You sign up for multiple packages. Oh, shut up. I know. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> hey, Carl, would you, I, I got this, yes. right? I, yes. It's only
3: $70. Or you'd be like, hey, Carl, did you like what I just brought yesterday? Hey, guess what? I bought an extra one.
2: I'll, I'll, I'll cut you in. I'll it's, cut it's you in. It's $78, but I'm, you know what? I'll, I'll just give you 72 Thank you. Or do you like these gloves or this knife or whatever? Yes. There it is. Yes. And actually absolutely. you can do, now you're thinking that's a shady and mm-hmm. it's a little shady, but what if what if the knife's value okay. is $45? Okay. And you say, Carl, mm-hmm. I'll give you this knife for 40 bucks. You He's getting a discount yes, of $5. That's a good $5, $5 you're good discount. <clears throat> You're selling it to him cheaper than he would have, but you got a connection, attackpack.com. And by the
3: way, when you sign up and you use promo code Blaze, B-L-A-Z-E, you get a free gun cleaning mat. Guess what? For your friend Pete, it's his birthday, or... Hey Pete, I bought you a gun cleaning mat. We know how much you love the guns.
2: Here it is. Gun cleaning mat. There you go. Absolutely. It's going to work for you. Just go to tackpack.com and sign up today. Great gift idea. I think this is this is your gold go-to. Remember, absolutely. as we get to the holidays or birthdays, and you're going to, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Boom. This is going to be a go-to for you.
3: Yeah. By the way, last month, one item alone, Doc Thompson, <coughs> one item alone, $60.
2: Oh, that's awesome. So, boom, right there. You're good to go. You, already, you can just turn around and sell just, that and keep everything else. You're you. still making 10 bucks off Thank it. you. All right. It's uh, tackpack.com. Sign up today. You're going to be really happy you did. I keep getting mixed messages on the opioid crisis. Me
3: too. I think me, you, and Jeffy had this conversation.
2: We, we don't we, know what to believe. We have to get a handle on what's going on. Clearly, there is a problem somewhere. Yes, yes. Clearly, this has always been a bit of a problem with drugs and illegal drugs. The difference that I've seen over the last 20, 25 years, when I go back to my uh, Beach Week days of Brett Kavanaugh. My Brett Kavanaugh years? I didn't see so people good. doing a lot of hard drugs. People smoked a lot of pot. They drank a lot. Occasionally, I'd see them selling a pill or two. I didn't know what it was, and it was you know yeah. maybe a speeder or something, yes. and that was pretty much it. Obviously, quaaludes just prior to my generation were a thing. But we didn't see a lot of that. It mm-hmm. existed. We didn't see a lot. Now, over the last 20, 25 years, it seems to be come common that kids just, well, well whatever's in the medicine cabin. They don't even know what it does. They just take these they pills. Just take. And then we see the opioid crisis. So it seems like there's something out there. But I keep seeing studies that say, hey, maybe it's being overblown. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. On Monday, the Senate passed an Opioid Crisis Response Act 99 to 1. Wow. Here's what I do know. Even if there's not... As much truth to the hype behind it, okay. which there probably is, it certainly has the marketing now Absolutely. to get things done. Absolutely, because if the Senate signs it ninety nine to one, you're in really good shape. Absolutely, especially
3: Trump has been talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it there's been stores, many so I think I sent you one, but one of the stores that like freaked me out was out of Clay County in Tennessee. Doc Thompson, a pharmacist around there, they were they bought so much drugs that it could provide 270 pain pills for every man, woman, and
2: child child. living in that county. Okay, that's telling me there's a huge problem. Let's bring in Dave Chase, co-founder of Health Rosetta. Hey, Dave, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, Dave, I see another headline that says a third of Americans prescribed opioids in the past two years. So tell me, how bad is the problem, do you think?
1: It's bad. I mean, if you look at the number of deaths from... Uh, overdoses, it's more, uh, basically right about the same as the entirety of the Vietnam war in terms of the number of Americans who died. It's greater than the peak of motor vehicle deaths, you know, HIV AIDS, you know, name it's basically the largest, uh, public health crisis in the last hundred years. So in the U S
2: so if that's the case, and I'll, I'll take your word for it. and it, Like I said, it seems like there's something out there. There's, there's so much about it now. And we see so many of the statistics. Um, the first step, isn't it the amount that is being prescribed? Isn't there a, a problem with doctors over-prescribing? No question.
1: That's a huge issue, probably the biggest issue. Um, the very common scenario is somebody who's got something like lower back pain believe that was the issue with Rush Limbaugh. And you're basically throwing a chemical at a mechanical problem and there's no evidence that that works. It's like putting STP in your gas tank for, you know, your carburetor's not running well. Yeah, And so it's just, we have this quick fix mentality because the average American watches, spends more time watching Uh, pharmaceutical ads, 16 times more than they spend with their doctor. We have these rushed appointments. People have a quick fix mentality and, you know, the marketing works, let's face it. Uh, So that's really created this toxic brew. And, you know, no question there is abuse and there are extra drugs sitting around. But if you look at 80% of the people who end up overdosing on heroin, they started with a prescription. Um, So it's really a significant issue.
2: Okay, so let's talk a minute about these ads, because I see the ads all the time, and obviously you see more ads just because most of us don't go to the doctor every day or every week, and we see these ads a couple times a day probably. Um, I can't believe that those ads are effective. I've never understood why they work, because the doctors still have to prescribe. So I guess those ads, yeah, are playing to doctors, but for the rest of us, do people see those and then go to their doctor and say, well, I saw that uh, smeglistine that's supposed to be good for warts. Why don't you give me that, doctor? Is that the theory? Is that what happens? Well, yeah.
1: And and it's in an environment where your typical primary care doc to make any money can only see you for seven to eight minutes. And you know, when I lay out in my book, the 12 major drivers of the crisis, uh, there's two that particularly play in here that uh, one is Uh, About 20 years ago, it was started with the VA. They made pain a fifth vital sign, uh, like, you know, blood pressure and temperature and whatnot. Um, And so it got a lot of focus. And then we started paying healthcare providers on the basis of patient satisfaction, um, which sounds, you know, kind of good in theory. In practice, uh, you have this quick hit uh, appointment and you have this focus on pain and now People expect to be satisfied when they go to the doctor, and sometimes the the best answer isn't, you know, a pill. Most of the time, it's not. It's not, quite, no. frankly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And so, okay. So then we have the doctors on that, and you have the big farm, of course, they're in this. We get all that. We get. The the entire thing when it comes to big pharma, it's let's create drugs to treat rather than cure because it's good for business. Um, we get that uh, they want to obviously push their you know pharmaceutical to make more money. We got all that. They target the doctors, the commercials, the doctors over prescribe. But what about the individual out there? What is our responsibility if you're already on the drugs and you're addicted? I mean, how do you how do you deal with that? People are addicted, so there's got to be some step between. The doctor prescribing and people addicted. Cause once you're addicted, you're, you're not stopping what, what's the solution in there? I mean, is it, is it education that seems weak?
1: Um, yeah. I mean, it's gotta be a partnership there. Um, as you say, it's, it, it, we really can't expect everybody to get educated right away. Um, but it's, it's essentially, uh, you know, working with the doctor if you have time and it's getting into the right Care models. You know, you have to realize what can you do in seven or eight minutes, uh, but, you know, prescribe, order a test, order a scan. And, you know, basically, you know, most people know more about, you know, their favorite baseball team statistics than they know about their own body. Mm. Um, and that's a key piece of it. I mean, back pain was my issue. That's the main health issue I've had and you know I haven't had back surgery, but I've had everything else. And it was only when I learned you know some basic things. I mean, you know, I'm not a clinician. Um, some basic things about how my body worked that I realized. Oh, these pills or these injections aren't going to do anything for that. You know, it's like if I bent my finger way back. Well, if I took taken an opioid an hour ago, I probably wouldn't feel that. But that wouldn't change that something's really out of whack as I bend my finger back. Um, so there is a personal responsibility that we have to get some basic understanding of our body.
2: So there has to be that we have to find another way, in my opinion, Dave, with that personal responsibility to educate and, and explain. And I think, I think some of this comes down to the mental health issue, which obviously is part of the pharmaceuticals. But I mean that on a smaller scale with the average person who you wouldn't look at or diagnose with mental health issues, but because of, stresses in their life, stuff that we all go through, and maybe we have more stresses now, and busy lives, and social media, and triggers, all of this stuff that are out there searching for some relief. Maybe that back pain seems a little worse because of all of the stresses or is aggravated about it, or we're not in the best shape to begin with because we overeat and don't exercise. All of those things, we have to find a way to get to people on that level even before it becomes uh, well, I I have a true back problem and need pharmaceuticals.
1: Yeah, I mean, fifty percent of the uh, prescriptions that are going out there, there is a mental health issue at play. And again, Did you it's say fifty percent, five zero, fifty, yeah, five zero. Interesting. Um, so it's a tremendous level, and you know we're in a situation. I talk, you know, in my book about the fact that you have a huge chunk of the american population who are functionally uninsured where yes they technically have insurance but when your life savings are less than your deductible you effectively don't have insurance and that's what's really ramped up you know over the last 10 years certainly 20 years against the backdrop of 20 years of wage stagnation or decline for the working and middle class by the way that's one definition of a Economic depression uh, is, you know, two or more years of income de- decline or stagnation. So you can imagine how stressful it is when you're a bad stub toe away from financial ruin.
2: So your book is the opioid crisis wake up call, and I see it at Health Rosetta. What is Health Rosetta?
1: Uh, you know what we say on our site is uh, both true and aspirational. We say healthcare is fixed. We're just replicating the fixes. And, you know, fixing healthcare, understanding healthcare, sort of like Egypt, you know, trying to understand Egyptian hieroglyphics, <laughs> right. you know, and the Rosetta Stone decoded that. So these are the people who've already cracked the code and, you know, writ large. Uh, but you look at the opioid issue. One of the case studies I have in the book is on and Hotels has the best benefits package in the entire country or spending half of what a typical company has. And oh, by the way, the rate of opioid prescriptions are uh, one sixth of the typical employer. So that's really what has to be done: is to get at the root cause of this issue and do things like rebuild primary care to get it right.
2: At the risk of sounding like um, you know some sort of hippie that's living on a commune or something out there, uh, alternative medicines. I think we have barely scratched the surface on things that could that could help people. Um, and there's, we, we had a guy in yesterday talking about light therapy, whether it's light therapy or, um, um, what are the, the oxygen chambers or any of that stuff? I mean, those are, those are real. Those help people, right?
1: Well, some do, you know, and, and let's face it, the placebo effect is real ah. and it works too. Mm. Um, I mean, there's a 20% positive impact on the placebo effect. And it's like, fine, let's embrace that. Um, but there's some things that, might be called alternative, but aren't medicine, Uh, you know, myself, you know, some people would call what I do daily now, yoga, I call it stretching, you know, but whatever you want to call that, and and core work, uh, that is substantial, you know, to my issue was, I found that, you know, there's basically one layer of my muscles in my back, because I was sitting a lot working, you know, effectively was going to sleep. And so you need to kind of wake it up, you know, I've got this lacrosse ball that I kind of, you know, massage into my back and do some strengthening things. And that $3 lacrosse ball did more than any spinal injection, any pill, you name it. So I don't know if you want to call that alternative, but it's, it's alternative to what you typically get when you get to the doctor. Uh, but if you get to a good PT, you'll get that kind of stuff.
2: So what about the drugs that are meant to help people get off of opioids? Cause there's even drugs for that.
1: Yeah, there are. And you know, you know, I think we have to continually watch what's going on, but it's it's the gold standard right now. If you want to wean somebody off of opioids um, because the withdrawal is so wicked, um, there's, they call it medication-assisted treatment. And, you know, like there's a county in California that went from the highest rate of opioid overdoses in the state four times the average. They're now at literally zero opioid overdose deaths two years running, and there was three things they did, and one of the three things was um, giving these people these medications that allowed them to wean off, um, because a lot of these overdoses happen um, when people are going into withdrawal, and they will just grab anything, and now there's easily available heroin and fentanyl on the streets, and that stuff is wicked, you know, in terms of its potential to kill you. Um, and so, you know, this is a way of, of avoiding that. And that's what a lot of people are doing to, to kind of get off of the, the addiction to the opioids.
2: Hey, Dave, I really appreciate your insight. Um, we'll tweet out a link to healthrosetta.org, And of course your book is featured there. The opioid crisis wake up call. Healthcare is stealing the American dream. Here's how we take it back. Um, I'll put that up so people can find it, but thank you so much, sir.
1: I really appreciate being
2: on your show. Thanks so much. Hi, right, Dave. Thanks so much. Um, folks, we got to get a handle on this. I, I don't know how big, but we know this is a problem. And did you hear the statistic? The reason I wanted to clarify yeah. 50% Five of the opioid zero. stuff is dealing with what? Mental, Mental health, health issues. People say, well, Reagan shut down a bunch of the whatever. I don't know if it was Reagan's fault or if that contributed to it when he took money away from health clinics. Um, Maybe some of it. We know some of it has to do with PTSD from soldiers. They're certainly on the front line of this. How many of these people that end up mass murderers started with some sort of mental health issue? Come on, This is the core of it. I don't have all the answers, but that's at the center. Let's stop screwing around with the guns and even the opioids themselves. Yes, Stop screwing around with that. That's not the problem. Yeah, that's treating the symptom, and maybe you can help out and chip away at it a little bit, but it's got to be that core. Why are they on it? Why are they shooting places up and murdering people? Why are we doing these things? Why are we bitching at each other online so much? Why are the feminists out there? Blah bitty blah blah, blah blah. Mental health is at the center of all of that. Hashtag trigger a feminist.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, listen, their drugs do a lot of good. Yes. It's a blessing. Yes. The creation of drugs, pharmaceuticals, God has blessed us that Absolutely. we have the ability to take those when we need them and cure things and help us with pain and stuff. But if you can do things without them, why would you, right, if there's another method? And that's kind of the idea behind Riduzone, too, where you're losing weight. It's not a drug. You have to worry about a drug. This is something that is natural in your body. You already have it. It's already there. It already affects your appetite and the way you live. It's in foods like the Mediterranean diet, uh, olive oil and such. It's called OEA, and you can look it up. But the bottom line is in concentrated amounts, they discovered after a bunch of research that it makes you feel fuller. It gives you that full effect. And then it also boosts your metabolism. Either one of those would be good. you'd say, hey, cool, I'll try this stuff. But the one-two punch, you're you're going to be eating less and you're going to be burning more. Done. The one-two punch of weight loss. It's waiting for you and it's not a drug. Just go to RidUZone.com. R-I-D-U-Zone.com. RidUZone.com. You'll lose weight. You'll lose weight like a lot of people we know. People swear by it. As soon as they try it, you're going to become an evangelist for it. Yes, you will. You're going to start going to parties. You're like, oh, you got to try Riduzone. It's awesome. If you haven't tried it, try it now before we get into the holidays. It's going to help you lose a couple of pounds before the holidays, and you're going to eat less during the holidays. Riduzone.com.
0: You're waking up to the morning blaze with Doc Thompson, part of Generation Blaze, only on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: with Doc Thompson alrighty that is it ladies and gentlemen the end of the morning blaze but before we go as always let's find out we learned today we learned feminists supporting other feminists is the equivalent of hot and ready telling you that AT&T is great (laughs) (laughs) think about that hashtag trigger a feminist we learned the only time I drank to excess was during beach week Mm. back in my Kavanaugh years Mm. We learned if you have a pancake making machine And yet use powdered eggs You're doing it wrong Oof. We learned smeglistine is the best pharmaceutical To treat warts <laughs> I fully endorse smeglistine Do you? I do, okay. it's fantastic okay. It's also a uh, floor wax Yes, And a dessert topping Ooh. All right, Chris didn't learn anything Nobody learned anything apparently no. Except the listeners learned plenty oh, What if anything did. did they learn today? Millennial
3: Falcons saying Hashtag trigger feminists That's okay sweetie Big girls are pretty, too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> did we retweet it. Yep. Uh,
3: USMC21 say, trigger feminists, hold the door open for them. Nice. Uh, Jack Hull Coyote saying, breathe.
2: <laughs> exist, right? Yeah, yep. nice.
3: Uh, you got Rodney in VA saying trigger a feminist. The word woman does not appear in the constitution.
2: Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Winner.
3: Blaze for Days 20 saying <laughs> hashtag trigger a feminist. Manspread while tweeting the hashtag trigger... Uh, what While tweeting the hashtag trigger feminist.
2: I got one. How about this? How about... um mansplain to them what man-spreading is. <laughs> Jacko Mark saying,
3: hashtag triggerfeminist, go ahead and order the steak. Uh, dinner's on me.
2: <laughs> a small steak a small. and a salad. <laughs> TJ no Toppin
3: saying, ask her if she needs a hug.
2: Nice, nice. Uh, oh, pe- it's got to be one about smiling.
3: Yes. Oh, this is one too. Uh, ask him, uh, Jacko saying, uh, do uh, <laughs> pretty girls...
2: Pretty girls need love too. We got <laughs> no, that one. No, you look pretty when you smile. Oh. Done. There it is. That's a good one, too. Get them in. Hashtag <laughs> trigger a feminist. It's already trending right around yes, number, 12, number 12, 10, somewhere. It in goes there. back and forth. We got to get this up a little higher. Yeah. And then um, the <laughs> feminists will get on board. Hey, I didn't get the new numbers up across the nation. We'll do them tomorrow. What else? We're talking about breast and parenting. What does Glenn have coming up?
3: Uh, he's talking about Ocasios getting inaugurated. What is
2: he wearing today? Silk and cotton. Ooh. Ooh, so he's triggering feminists because he's actually triggering all yeah, of us. Remember the Morning Blaze is today at Chris Cruz production. Six Emperor Tyrannus. Good night, Steve Cannon. Wherever, Wherever you are. Onion, now. You go home. Mordecai failed again today.
0: The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze. On the Blaze Radio Network.